The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll have to take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle. Inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cups, you don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Uh, fortunately, not trapped in a puzzle cube. Fortunately. <laughs> next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. <laughs> oh, you, you're, you're totally muted. No one can hear you. You got to unmute yourself. <laughs> Who the hell muted me? You did. I like, never, I, I never I hit that button. I have my I, mute button down here. I, yeah, I think you might have clicked the screen by accident. But because it, 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 I did saw, I did see when it went into mute. You're like, oh, you probably, you know, there's some background fan or something. What did, what did you say? It's first time trying this. I didn't know it was a thing. Until uh, literally when I sent you guys the picture, so I wanted to do it while we're on the air in case something happens. You guys can send help. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Next, he is our friggin' backbone, the pillar, the strength of fantastic form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magna. And because I'm not gonna let my friend go in it alone, we got uh. My own. <laughs> there it is. Okay. That's right. We're okay. both going inside together. Oh, man. There it is. Good luck, buddies. <laughs> uh, as for myself, I'm going to be trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. <laughs> That's her nickname. I, I think he said a puzzle box, but okay. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Welcome Where to the wondering if you saw Hellraiser? Say what? Did you watch Hellraiser? Have I seen it before? Um, I've the seen remake. Parts of... Oh, no. Yeah, I thought you guys reviewed the remake. We talked about I... it, yeah, but I don't know if Lawrence saw it. I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, actually, I'm not even sure we reviewed it. I think I think I might have just mentioned it because I saw it. or I saw it, too. Mm. Yeah. I just now saw it. It was oh. fun. Sounds like we had an amazing review. Of this movie, <laughs> only half of it. But... Friggin my 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 cat has been sitting over in one area for hours. Is it alive? Huh? Yeah. Is it no, alive? no, it's alive. Here. But Look as soon as as soon as the show Look. starts, <laughs> the, the cat the cat's like, "Oh, I need to be a part of this." Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, get out of here, cat. Like, go back. It's like, thank. You. Like I think I think he oh Lord no he's about to mess up my microphone. Don't mess up my microphone. Cat, <laughs> get away. 
<laughs> I didn't look. I didn't even know the cat was in here. That's how quiet this cat's been for the last however many hours. Like I, re I remember when it when he went over into that section. I haven't thought about him since. But <laughs> the show started. And he was like, "Oh, you got a little, you got a little podcast, huh? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> what you talking about? I know about them. I like I don't even speak English." <laughs> don't even speak. The cat can't read. Literate ass cat. <laughs> like you know, I'm named after a comic book character. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All of a sudden, the cat got. It was like, oh, I need to be in the mix. Tell him to go into our, our Discord. <laughs> right. Hey, cat. Tell, tell the tell the people we're on online. No, <laughs> Turkish cat. Okay. Anyway, uh, welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all about, like, finally, <laughs> we're going to be talking to you all about the ship with the red hair. Uh, all, all Games Own, Derek H.'s book, we'll be talking about that. Uh, and we're going to be talking to you all about Wonder Woman, number one. Uh, and, of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, and we'll tell you how it is that you can let us know what it is you want to want to speak on in just a moment but before we do that we want to make sure that we thank mr scott rubin because without him this show would not exist so thank you scott rubin appreciate you good sir and with that said let's have our our, our wonderful intern tell you all how to get down with fantastic forum want to get in on the action call fantastic forum on skype and join the fun too shy to call in that's okay you can join the discord chat room available at fantastic forum Live. Join the party. You know you want to. Yeah, indeed. We, we know we want to. Um, do you all know, like, I, and, you know, for those of you that may not be familiar, you know, out here in Los Angeles, we have, uh, or I guess the greater Los Angeles area, we have a lot of theme parks. And uh, because of that, during the Halloween season, a lot of those theme parks transition into, you know, scary versions of the theme park. <laughs> I guess that's the best place. Scary. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, Larry scared. Oh, perpetually. <laughs> perpetually. I don't mess with any of them. I went once when I was younger. And uh, I've been like dodging it every year since then because uh, I have friends that like to do it and they enjoy just much like how you savages enjoy watching me be afraid on video uh, <laughs> watching these movies. My friends enjoy even more so in person as I get terrified by a real thing. Uh, I don't even know if they're people. Real they're so thing. Scary. Yeah, a real thing. I'm, a real I'm thing. hearing him produce a new video. Well, uh, you know, he's also calling his mom a savage because she loves watching your videos when you get scared. Hey, listen, look, I never said she was a good person. Not <laughs> once. <laughs> Not once. So, you know, uh, but I found out because, again, every year, <laughs> my so, some of my friends, some contingent of my friends try to convince me to do this thing. I found out that one of these parks is selling like an immunity 
like I don't know if it's a necklace or a bracelet a or something like that. A lanyard with a huh? light. A lanyard with yeah. a light. Yeah. Okay, so you're aware of this. Yeah. So I was gonna invite you that you can go with us, and then what? I would cut it while you were what looking. So, what does so, it do? Is so it the lanyard with you? Yeah, exactly. So it's a little, a little, a little necklace you can wear around your neck with a light that, and it, apparently it doesn't guarantee you won't be scared or frightened, but it lessens the possibility of of you being frightened out amongst the the people. <laughs> apparently, if you go into a maze. It, it it doesn't mean anything. It's just oh. you know, they're like, okay, well, you, you that, decided to do this, out. so yeah, right. But out out in the in the park in general, people will, I guess, leave you supposedly leave you alone. I believe <laughs> it's a target. <laughs> it's a target, right? One hundred percent. I'm like, no, look. it's a it's the amusement no. park version of. I mean, if you're gonna have, um. No. Eat creatures yeah. of the night and demons and all that. They got to give you like a crucifix or something to walk around with. Like back, back, yeah, yeah something useless. You have, you have, you have way more faith in these people than I do. I was like, that well, okay, no, okay, well, okay, hold on. This will tell you everything you need to know about this. How much? Fifteen dollars. no, that's a serious question. How much? Fifteen dollars. Oh, it is fifteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It's it's fifteen additional to the ticket. Right. It's right. Not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I fear that, but yeah. Ooh. That that might no. be for kid. That might work on children. Dude, it is it is one hundred percent a target, and, and a a way for the park to get more money out of people that are dumb enough to think it'll work. <laughs> like, like I almost don't feel bad for the people that lose that fifteen dollars and still get scared all the time. Here's what you got to do: you get two of them because it glows, right? So you put one on the front and then one on the back, so that no matter which way you're facing, they know you got it, and they won't mess Oz, with you. Oz, you you're still working under the premise that this is a good faith thing. I don't even get why you feel that way. Like I don't. There's no prove me wrong. Me that... Go there with your little magic immunity amulet and prove me wrong. No, and record no. it so we can show the audience uh, what really happened. Man, there's no way I'm going to mess around and videotape myself peeing my pants. No, that's the most. Not, not until no maybe for our right OnlyFans, but that's it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nita will hold doing... the camera for that because I'm, I'm pretty sure she'll laugh. <laughs> Listen. No, I, I, just like, too, I think even better. Take your mom. <laughs> Listen, my poor, my poor mom. She's she's brave, but she would end up getting scared and falling and hurting herself. Like I promise you, like it would be a bad time, and it would definitely have ramifications. Like I almost, I can almost guarantee you that would happen. It's not because she's clumsy. It's because she doesn't realize how scared she'll probably end up being, and she'll trip, she'll just stumble and fall, and not, you know, what? I mean, that's what happens. People get scared and fall all the time. What theme park is doing that? Not Scary Farm. Oh, that's like the least scary of them all. Is Scary Farm the least scary one? Uh, a little bit, but there, yeah, it's more creative. I think like Universal Studios has the better like. 
environment because you know it's a movie studio <laughs> so like the mm-hmm. walking dead one was like insane like you went through like three of the walking dead <laughs> seasons in in one like maze yeah. and then uh, and it's like the, the little like animatronic thing telling you where to run is like forced perspective so he looks like he's far but he's really just like 10 feet away <laughs> yeah and uh mm. so it's cool and then uh but not they do like some immersive ones where it's like you're vampire hunters with like laser guns and mm. shit like that too. So that don't sound like fun. Come on. That shit was awesome. I did a guy over the shoulder, like poof, poof. No, absolutely. Listen, you don't understand. Like I like I get it. It's fun for you all. I'm not mad at it. Like I'm not I'm not mad at you all having a good time. I just need y'all to one hundred percent understand that it's not like you know, this is like the emotional version of the people that like when they eat cilantro it tastes like soap like <laughs> that's me you know what I'm saying? i get it you all like it the unevolved it tastes like soap to me though <laughs> you know and i'm not saying this this is i get it i don't i'm not disputing how fun it is for each one of you what i'm saying is i'm having no fun all i'm doing is being traumatized and, that and we're telling you we appreciate you making that sacrifice for both our enjoyment and the show we gotta <laughs> we gotta well, it do like, it looks like you need two of them ah, um <laughs> i was right basically what they're saying is a lot of the monsters will come up from behind you to stare so if it's in the front they're not gonna see it so you need one in the back too yeah. like to guarantee no scares, you need one in the front this, and the back. This was like $30 will pretty much guarantee for the most part, but not all the way, that you won't be scared. Because what if they come from the side? That's what, a- you want, what you need is four of them. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, each, one of each on each pole, one for each direction. So the monsters have cannot miss so all we're saying is for the nominal fee of friggin' sixty dollars <laughs> you can guarantee that you probably won't be scared <laughs> it's like what about that one monster with the friggin' lazy eye though <laughs> you just sniffed for you i don't know but emily subculture girl what she says we need to test this theory larry no we don't and no, we don't. <laughs> and then take those immunity necklaces and take them to like the Queen Mary one and see see if they work. <laughs> the, the the real ghosts of the Queen Mary love those things. <laughs> They're like, oh my god. They're like, this is so beautiful. They're like, oh shiny. Right. They just walk up to you like, can I see them? You know? <laughs> hey, you think it's just a waiter? <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you, man. I tell you, like all this, like I the Queen Mary thing. I'm just like, nope. Like I've been on the Queen Mary during the day and been scared. Like like how during Halloween, like just regular, because it's like, yeah, there's like it that that place feels weighty. It feels like there's history there, and so I'm like, no, I'm good. And then because it just has like little random dark recesses. It's a ship, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, then they talk about like. The haunted hay ride, and I'm like, I don't even want to sit on hay in nominal <laughs> conditions. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no good reason for me to be sitting on hay. Oh, itchy! In, 
a positive way, right? He's like, hey, like, come on. It gives you some type of fever too. Uh, it's just <laughs> right, grass. I got some in my backyard. Right, so I'll bring some I'm next time. Like, yeah, and I definitely I don't mess with any of them. I'm just like, like I'm on edge, honestly, all through October because <laughs> people act like, you know, like you're looking to be scared. And it's like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, what if I just like pumpkins? And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I just like to taste the pumpkin and that's the oh no, but it's for fall. Yes, yeah, I, I don't I don't either. Spike girl. Pumpkin spice isn't even doesn't even have pumpkin in it. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's, it's the shit you put on the you know? Yeah, so that it tastes edible. <laughs> right. Yeah, so anyway. I like um, pie. By the way, pumpkin pie is all right. I was in, uh, <laughs> so I was out there in California this weekend. Uh, learned a valuable lesson Uh-oh. electric cars are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? Because <laughs> I had one for the weekend and it was like the worst experience ever. Like just trying to find a place to charge it, they're yeah. always full. And you gotta sit there. What'd you have? I had a Genesis. Oh yeah, that's your problem. It what? Oh, did I have to have a Tesla? Because the Tesla things were full too. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah. But the the thing about it is that Tesla is putting them in more places now. Like they're they're actually letting people, like in two years, Tesla will have the. I mean, Genesis will have the Tesla plug now. So it's <laughs> it's uh... a. <laughs> He's getting all that, and then, and and then, like when when I finally do find a charger that's open, yeah, sit there for a half an hour, forty five minutes. Depends on the speed of the charger, right? I learned that there's three different speeds, but even the fastest one, I I sat there for a good forty forty five minutes to get it. It was like at fifty percent, and I brought it up to like ninety five. Yeah, you know, it is a logistical problem because you know again there's also huge huge lobbyists and corporations working against them so trying to get the zoning for all that shit is a pain in the ass but like here in watts technically uh we just got a a new shopping center and they have a lot of uh a lot of spaces for it uh where you could just go and park while you shop and then there's a i think they're little the little you know, because you know how like Southgate used to have the little the little trolley bus, I was like the the gate. Yeah. Yeah. So the Watts has one that's all electric too, so they have to have chargers for those, and it works for the for the people's cars too. But, uh, but yeah, it's a long way from being easier. I think if uh, I think if more people were open to it, in 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 bureaucracy, we would uh, it we would have more spaces, maybe even like. People would more clamor for more easier uh, uh, charging alternatives, you know, like, uh, you know, a unified plug for across because just same with like every car, every car's gas pump or gas hole is the same, uh, the same, you know, you can pump at any station and it should be like that with electricity. Like, I mean, the phones are going this way, like everything's USB-C, you know. And you know we should have some kind of standardization for the cars too. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but but because there's so much pushback and so many people, you know, with perceptions about it or politicizations about it, this is it's, it's again stifling progress. Now the car itself handled fine. Like it handled felt like a regular car. It's just yeah. <laughs> charging is really the has a pain in the ass. Yeah, I think uh, like just lucky it wasn't winter. Yeah, out here that's what my wife was saying is if. Cause she was considering getting an electric car and she's like, no, when I, I die in the winter having to sit outside charging for this fucking long, we'll die. Plus the charge doesn't last long in the winter. Like the colder it is, the uh, less the charge holds. Yep. It's also true. And that's why I always say it's, we should be a hybrid society, like in general, like be open to mixing the two uh, for efficiency and work together with big oil and now big electricity. <laughs> it's, it, they're already trying to, they're charging us for the sun now in California. So it, it's a, you know, it, it might as well just make everything hybrid and solar too. In addition, make it a triplicate. I, I am totally down for hybrid. Cause even when the, like on a hybrid, when the batteries die, you still got, yeah. you can still go right. places. It still has an engine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, you know, the, the buses in Long Beach went all went hybrid and it, you see the difference. You saw the difference when they did that. And I think now they're even all electric or majority electric. And it's a uh, they you know, you don't have to wait. It's weird. I don't know if that helped it, but I, I remember like if you missed one bus, like, you're fucked. It's a 45 minute wait. It was like Sundays in L.A. in Long Beach with the buses. And when they went hybrid and electric. They had four buses on the same route every ten minutes, so like you would wait. Maybe if you missed four of them, then you'd probably wait uh, an hour. But in that hour, you there was four chances. Yeah. Wow, that that has more to do with those. Uh, just all gas buses are so old; they were breaking down all the time. Again, I don't. I remember driving all the time, seeing a bus just sitting there. Well, down. judging by like, I knew somebody that worked on the trains on the blue line that's all electric and he said they break down all the time <laughs> you know but it's just having the 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 ability to keep maintaining them on the fly is is what you know they what what he said helped that but um and i think i i think honestly i just think they just had a bigger fleet like one yeah and that's what i meant the when it was just gas they were breaking down and now you add all these new yeah. ones, whether they're electric or hybrid or whatever, right. increasing the numbers. So give it a couple of years, it'll be crappy again. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, well, the thing is, now people don't use them, need them as much, so that they're empty. People use the bird scooters a lot and then leave them parked in front of my car. Yours specifically. Yeah. I wish they were empty when I was using the bus. Yeah. Uh, Sections were empty because they were shitted on or pissed on. <laughs> But not the whole bus. <laughs> uh, quick subject change. This is a civic show, right? Uh, you know, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> going back to um, oh geez, our um, damn it! Like all of a sudden, I'm I'm blanking. Our review of. Adventure Time, Fiona, and friggin' Kate. Uh, Kate. Thank you, Jesus. 
I, I think I think he just thought we were skirting way too close to that political line and wanted to quickly change the subject, but didn't have anything. <laughs> no, no, I got I got something for real. Yes, what you know me. We're talking I'm about something. Here's Fiona and Kate. <laughs> I, I'm I'm very young. I love talking political stuff, but I I'm just trying to make sure that I mentioned this before we get into the the topics, because otherwise it's gonna get off on the wayside and then you know when that happens joe always comes and beats me and i hate that so I'm trying to avoid it so he, just let the record note that he did not say no he didn't say that doesn't happen <laughs> he just he just laughed at it like i'm gonna beat you anyway yeah. <laughs> wait till winter when he doesn't want to walk over <laughs> right when when he his battery gives him less energy in the winter right <laughs> right uh Jay, Jay did command that I watch an episode of Adventure Time. Uh, was it season five, episode 14? Was that it, Jay? Yeah. Bam! All right. Because, look, again, if I watch the wrong one, again, the punishment. Um, I, I, I watched this episode, and, you know, the episode was, what, like 15 minutes long, something like that? Maybe, maybe 20, but I think it's like 15 Right. I think it was 15. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% certain why you wanted me to watch that episode, Joe, outside of the Cheers reference. <laughs> like, I was like, is that for the Cheers reference? Because I that was something that I that actually, and I don't even know if I mentioned this when we did our review that, uh, you know, was that last week or week, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Last anyway, week. We, okay, last week, you know, because they did have like the Cheers cast like in that art style, <laughs> which I was like, that's actually kind of cool. And obviously, at that moment, I was like, I guess they just like Cheers. Like, it's a weird reference I personally felt to make, just because I was like, wow, like Cheers is a really old show, and I'm cool with it. Like, I like Cheers, but. And I was like, why is Cheers like what's on? And that's it specifically. But after watching that episode, I was like, oh, okay, that's why Cheers is on. Right? Right. Okay. But is, but, and I guess I should, it will, and don't get me wrong, we do get like a, some background on the, uh, oh man, is it the Ice King? Is what they call it? Yeah. Basically, you, mm-hmm. you weren't connecting the Ice King to Simon Petrikov. Right. This episode shows how Simon became the Ice King. Got it. And so if I'd seen that episode, at least I'd have been like, oh, that's the same guy. Even though I will have to say that he does look younger still in Fiona. Like, I may not have known personally still, just because I could be dense at times. Mm. Just going to sit there. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I, I'm just like it. It definitely gives you like a little bit of like, but I, like, do do they talk about where that crown came from at any point in Adventure Time? Mm, I don't think so. Mm. 
there's just an artifact like the Incaridian. Like the Incaridian? Yeah. yeah. You didn't watch the you didn't watch the latest episodes of Fiona and Cake? Oh no, I haven't I haven't yet. And then okay. there's the game. Was it the game? The search for the Incaridian too, right? Jay, is that what it was? Was it a game or was it a I think it was a game, yeah. Yeah. So the Incaridian is basically like almost like a Necrocomic Necronomicon type artifact mm. that kind of bridges these this world, you know. Um and now we get well spoilers in the newer episodes. The Lich is back. And he's so fucking metal. <laughs> like just the design, like it, when I first saw him, I was like, ah, it like it just looks so cool. Like it's almost out of place in a sense, but uh, but not really, you know. And it's kind of same with a uh, uh, was it uh final space too? Like all these void gods or uh, shapeless ones for you comic book people that you know get your <laughs> get your neo paganism from Doctor Strange, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Instead of HP Lovecraft, but like the Lich, <clears throat> the 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 dudes in in Final Space, like these these people, I don't know what they grew up on, whether it was heavy metal or comics or fantasy or Dungeons and Dragons, but they they just they designed these things so so fucking cool, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so, it, maybe it's a combination of all those things or just one over the other, you know, Magic the Gathering or something, yeah, and. uh but I've always loved the Lich design, and now this Lich that they showed here, because it is further in the future, in a place where the Lich won, <laughs> so it, he's just ah, uh, you gotta watch it. Well, now you gotta watch the, what the Lich looked like first, and then watch this. So. I'm just gonna look. That Do you always like the episode, or were you just not feeling it? No, no, I, I didn't dislike it by any means. Um, because it was a good little story. I, I it was maybe I mean the I don't I I can appreciate the bookend aspect of things with the um you know, where they like they tell the story of those, you know, those two people. Um I, but I, I think it was the the meat of it was what I liked more so than like the other stuff, which I'm sure if I'd watched more Adventure Time, the other stuff on the ends would have been a little bit more compelling for me or whatnot. But yeah, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm not I'm not mad I watched it by any means or you know disappointed by it and you know it very well might help me down the line with. Uh, with um Fiona and Kate. So I will take it. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh should we should we go ahead and jump into some of our topics? Do we have our guest on yet or we do? Yeah. All right, well let's get this over with. Oh wow. Like that, Oz? Like that, yo? No. <laughs> Look. All right. Uh, damn, we don't have like book reviews music. Yeah, like but... actual book because we. Never I know. Do. This is <laughs> the first time, first time in like sixteen years that we actually review a real book. <laughs> well, hey, there it is. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on with us uh, is is the author of The Ship with the Red Hair, <laughs> Derek H. How are you, Derek? Hello, guys. Can you hear me okay? I just want to make sure my technical stuff is good. You might need to be a little louder, Derek. If you, that a little louder? Is it going to move closer to the to yeah, my... Yeah, move closer to the mic. You sound, you sound far away. Okay. Oh, oh, there's a big picture of Jay on screen. Oh, oh okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, all, all this time, Derek, and you, you haven't put in, like, a, a picture or anything, have you? You're just like... No, I don't, I don't need. I don't need. I don't need my uh, my picture, my my face or surroundings to be shown to the public. No, I'm. A, you should. You should just put. You should have put a, a copy of the cover of the ship with red hair right there. That oh, awesome. that's actually a good idea. Nobody, I nobody know. knows who. Nobody knows who I am, and nobody. No, like you know, you don't know what Jim. Nobody knows who Jim. What Jim Lee looks like, or or Stephen <laughs> King. Not the cops do. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, the cops. The cops know what Jim Lee or Stephen King looks like, or both. Both. Neither. Yeah, we were there when the cops found him. <laughs> they were gunning for Jim specifically. Yeah. But Jim, Jim Lee is probably one of the most law-abiding people in comics. Like, Jim, Jim Lee probably doesn't even jaywalk. Big Man 24-7 says, looks so good. Derek is hiding. <laughs> Looks so good. Derek is hiding. But for some reason, I thought those were two separate sentences. But I'm understanding now that that is actually one one thought. Book is so good. Derek is hiding. There it is. I get it. I get it. So, uh, Derek, thanks for being on the show, man. And uh, thank you for talking to us about your book, like in an official manner. Uh, thank, no, thank you for talking about it. And uh, I want I want to give a, a big ups to uh, Moses, Mary Young, Oz, uh, and uh, especially to Jay for going going past his his uh, pro prohibition of of media on paper that he refused <laughs> to to refuse to touch wood of any sort. I, I'm glad he was able to overcome that uh, once we released the digital version and now the audio version, so he doesn't even have to go buy the the part where he doesn't want to use his eyes to ingest media anymore. He can just use, use his ears. Now that the, now that it's available on Audible, uh, you can you can have the the, the audio version of the book uh, for a very small very small um I think like what eight bucks or something. You, you can six ninety three. Six ninety three. Even better. It's a mo deal. Mo deal. You don't have to use your eyes. You can save your eyes, Joe. No no eye no eyes needed. There it is. It was so good because I could play like uh, spades while I listened to it. So no, you can't. You can't play spades. spades are played with playing cards, and playing cards are are, are on paper, and you yeah, will not your hand will not touch playing card. You you can play dice with them. You can, you, you can you can go up against the wall and throw throw dice at the wall. And he plays spades online. I'm sorry. Playing cards? Oh, like, I have spades on my phone. I don't playing cards. Do people still use those? Okay. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm 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 I'm, I'm behind. I'm living in the past still. I'm living. I'm I'm I'm, I'm only up to two thousand. The two thousands. I'm headed two thousand like you. So. 
He's I, living. Honestly, in a, like, he's living in a more advanced mill ship. You guys talking about <laughs> electric, <laughs> electric, uh, electric cars and everything that, that Joe hates because they don't work or something. I don't know. Joe and Oz, of course, hate electric cars. No, 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 no. They don't hate them. I don't hate electric cars. Like, they just electric perfect. cars are fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, it it hurts my heart that the Kia Soul EV is not available in America. Like, it, why is that? I don't know why. It's, I forget. Like, I've read a couple of stories about it, but I can't remember. The specific reason, but I just know it upsets me because I would definitely get a Kia Soul EV. But uh, this has nothing to do with my my incredible book. Please go back to talking about my book. <laughs> you brought up electric cars, Derek. Look, so, so Derek, let me let me just start off with this question because I really want to go back to the genesis for this. Like, you know, obviously, there, there are plenty of people out in the world that say they're going to write a book or want to write a book, <laughs> you know? Um, what made you, like, decide that you wanted to write a book? And what? how did you convince yourself to, like, actually do it? Like, how long, how long was that ruminating in your head? And what was the catalyst that made you actually write it? This is a deep existential question that I will answer now. Um, I, for years and years, I, 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 I will go to the, not, not just library, but the first library and then the video store. And I would look for a certain movie. I would look for uh, science fiction movies. And I would not see the science fiction movies I wanted. I would see the same few ones. And then after, and, and that pretty much stayed for the, for the duration for for the library, library was became like a a graveyard. It's like there's nothing new there. It's all every every two weeks you'll get two two new books and and a lot of them are reprints of Doom. And I'm like I don't want to read that. And I'll go to the uh, I'll go to the video store, Blockbuster, whatever. And then there's a verse there where they had a ton of new science fiction movies, but they were all low budget science fiction movies and. I don't mind watching a low budget movie. Uh, the problem is they they always sucked and they sucked for no reason. They sucked because they just had no imagination and because the story was bad. Like you can I've seen plenty of low budget movies that are ex extreme uh, very very well. And plus I and it's a story you can do whatever you want. I never understood why these things are so bad and I was like I I know I can do better. And in my head I had a, a idea in my head for a story, mm -hmm. and I, 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 I had a whole story in my head. It just popped in my head, and then I was like, "Well, what about what? Why not? What, what would the next story be? The next story?" And all, all of a sudden, the whole universe exploded in my head. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's like an explosion in my head with, with no blood or anything. And I saw, I saw not only the ship with, with the red hair, but the 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 world that went with it, the world world that went with it, and I was mm -hmm. like, I, I, oh, I can do that, and I do that, and this story will go here, and this story will be linked here. It's mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I was George Lucas. I could see it all, <laughs> and 
for a little while, I, I, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna make some make make some movies. And I saw, I saw this is how far back this went. I saw uh, uh, the Kevin Smith movie, uh, Clerks was Kevin Smith, and I said he's Clerks. He, he saw he said thing where he he did the whole thing with for thirty five thousand dollars, thirty five thousand dollars. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, you can do that. Do that. I, well, probably cost more for a science fiction movie, but I could, I could make movies. And so I, I, I went down the movie path for like three weeks, and I realized that uh, you need people to do that. People that share your vision, and it's kind of hard to find people that share your vision for free. They won't do it. And then <laughs> uh, it was years before I found all games, where I found a whole bunch of people that shared. Division of podcasting and they, they they do it for free, and mm -hmm. so I'm like, oh, but for movies it didn't work like that. So yeah. I decided. So I realized that oh, if I write it write it down, write write it in, write a script for it, and then script turn into a book. And I was like, if I could write, I just write a book, and a book is I can do whatever I want for cheap. And I I I, uh, I urge everybody out there that has an idea. For a movie or for a story, everything, just write it down. You can you can do whatever you want because mm -hmm. I, I I hear a lot of people talking about about there was a time where I was hanging around people that wanted to make movies and they always say stuff like well and then the the earth opens up and inside a a, a whole army of, of super robots come out and they have to fight everybody they fight the army I'm like well that's, mm -hmm. that would cost a lot of money man but in a book. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. Like right. in the ship with the red hair, I have an entire fleet, not just one ship, but an entire fleet of ships <laughs> with the with the um with the last vestiges of the human race. And to do that on screen would be crazy. It would cost a lot of money. For me, it costs me nothing because I can just type that <laughs> there are 250 uh ships in the fleet. Each ship houses uh, millions and millions of people. It costs nothing to write that, and so you, right. can, have, you can do all this with the. And the same thing goes. That's why I like comic books too. Where comic books, you can they they, they do crazy stuff like that. Where I realized, like, oh, there was a Amazon War. This goes to something you guys are doing later for for Wonder Woman. They had a, the the Amazons attacked the United States. Wow, that would be crazy to see on screen. Uh, it would mm -hmm. never happen because it would cost millions upon millions upon millions of dollars for them to do. But you, you just write that. That's a throwaway line. And in the latest latest comic book, this is a throwaway line that that Amazon attacked America. I was like, oh, you do that that sort of thing. And so that's what I did with the ship with red hair. I have a ship uh, with millions of people on it, mm -hmm. about to go into a, a black hole uh, that threatens the lives of of, of uh, hundreds and hundreds of other ships. That has that, that house millions and millions of people uh, cost me nothing, and I right. there's no there's no reason for me not to do that. And the only thing that stopped me, or th and this is the part that that's the biggest part, the only thing that stopped me was me. Like I don't you right. don't need anything to write a book. You don't you need literally nothing. To write a book. Right. You don't need a computer to write a book. You can get a a, a, pen, a, a pen and paper. You get, if, if you can afford a pencil and and uh, steal some piece of paper from from Walmart, boom! You, you got all you need to a notebook. Slide a notebook, slide a notebook down your butt. Give you paper if you ask for it. <laughs> still an ink pen from the front, front, and you got what you need to write a book. And there's no re right. And there's literally nothing stopping you. And so, a few years ago, 
I had this idea in my mm-hmm. head, and I've, I've it's been there for a while. Like I said, mm-hmm. I was going back and forth between all oh, I want to movies now and do this and write scripts. And I was like, there's literally nothing stopping me. And I'm getting older and older, and I'm going I'm going to be dead soon if I don't do mm-hmm. so, do something. And I I, I was also getting uh, what was the when, when I, I think I started there there was a. Uh, uh, the new study and new Star Wars came out. Most most of this stuff comes from me being frustrated about something. They got frustrated about people complaining about the new Star Wars uh, uh, sequels, and I was like, all mm-hmm. oh, like like hundreds of thousands and thousands of people are complaining, and I saw not one, not not a single person uh, put out a, a short or a comic book ad- adaptation. Or uh, a novella of their own uh, better way of doing it. They ever had a better way of this is what the four this is what the force uh, the force awakening should have been. This is what race should be like. This mm-hmm. is what this is what the, the, the black stormtroopers should be. Like oh let, let's let's see it then. It's not gonna cost you anything. But it, it, it didn't happen, and that's what I felt like. I felt like one of those people all of a sudden. I was like I'm I'm complaining about I want a big science fiction epic. And I'm I'm happy when one comes out like the expansion something but or, or Star Wars, but when it comes down to it, I'm 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 a, I'm a poser if I don't do this myself, mm-hmm. and and so I I and and the only the only person I think it hurt was me because I'm deterred myself by wanting something that's not there and I, I have the ability I know to, to do that to to do that and it's not going to cost me anything so I opened up a Google a Google Drive. Free, mm-hmm. free, free word processor, everybody. Uh, Google, right. Google, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't afford Word. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have Office Online. You don't need it. You need nothing. You, right. You, uh, so I, I started typing. I, I wrote up an outline, and I like the, I like the outline, and then I started writing a book, and uh, I like where the book. I, I wrote chapter by chapter. And I kind of, I kind of run like a movie. That's how, that's how I, I, I see media as like movie stuff. And and so, so you wrote like a little what now? I kind of wrote it like a movie. Like uh, oh. each 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 uh, each each like chapter scene? I see like as a movie scene where mm-hmm. it, and it kind of ends. I, it's probably not the best way to write, but I end. I kind of ended it on on like a a. a, a a stinger at each end of each chapter that makes you want to read the next chapter because mm-hmm. I had no idea how I was gonna. I can't. my I, I kept uh, thinking I was Charles Dickens because Charles Dickens uh, first uh, first I learned this. I learned the one of the few things I learned in school. Charles Dickens first uh, hit. He was he was kind of a failure, but his first hit was the Pickwick Paper Pickwick Papers, and right. he wrote. He that was the first time anybody wrote stuff. With um, at, with cliffhangers at the end, he write each chapter and each chapter have a, a, a cliffhanger, and he would uh sell that, and then people would be looking for the the next the next one, and that's that's how it became popular. It became one of the most popular books ever at, at, at the time. People were like waiting outside of bookstores, and at the time, this is like in the eighteen uh, hundreds when bookstores mm-hmm. were just like like they smelled funny. They, they, the books were so new. <laughs> But that's that's why that's why I kind of saw it as that's how that's how I wrote it as kind of like a cliffhanger on not a cliffhanger but a stinger at the, the end of each uh, chapter, and so I did that, and then I was like, well, how am I gonna 
how am I gonna now now I want people to read it. And uh, and I, I want people to not um it's kinda harder when you want people to, to see to see your stuff. Like like I like I, I, I like like if you like if you draw stuff, uh, I have uh, all the. You're not trying to like create in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to create a vacuum. I, I have I have a lot of respect for people at uh, at at comic comic cons and stuff where they sit there and they just draw for people, and like mm -hmm. they, they sit at a table and draw. I'm like oh, and they, and they see that. I'm like oh, 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 there's. Oh, you want people to see your stuff. You want people to. Uh, to uh credit the credit to critique it not criticize it but to critique it right, to right. tell you what's bad and i i found a couple places online and did that but then i was like well i want it to be bigger than that and then i, I looked into self-publishing and then mm -hmm. i looked into um uh small publishers because i i, I didn't I, I i'm not an idiot I, I i didn't think i was gonna i like i've written movies i've written movies before i actually sold a movie uh, to a small to a small company that company went out of business that movie never happened and uh, I, it's that that's not out in ether I didn't want that to happen to uh, my book so I ended up going with a very small publisher uh, mm -hmm. Christian faith publishing which I know Oz hates because he hates Christ for some reason uh, uh, <laughs> what <laughs> but I but they they took it on they they read it they 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 liked it and they uh said they would uh publish it with me and so that's so so also oh, they actually had to like like it, it's not the kind of thing where they're like oh just just pay the money and we'll put it out there for you they have to like actually like read it and say oh like you know what this meets our standard we'll put it yeah out they there. have a, a according to them well, i don't know how true this is they could they could be lying to me because uh I live in Los Angeles, so I believe every, every everybody in the entertainment industry lies about everything. Uh, <laughs> they said they have a board of people, a, a board that reads all the submissions. It's not like a just a, a rubber stamp. They read they read the submissions and they decide if it's for them, if they like it, if it if it has the stuff they 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 want in it, or they don't want in it, that sort of thing. And they uh, they give me the go ahead and say, yeah, we like it, we we like it a lot. Uh, we want to we want to get into more of this stuff instead of just regular books of poems or or children's books uh they didn't have a lot of science fiction art offerings uh mine was a standalone science fiction offering uh, as you i don't know if you guys noticed i i noticed this when i go to uh when i go to amazon but a lot of science fiction books are book one of six or whatever or, right and yeah. i I can't. I can't do that. I. I. I did. I, I did that once. Uh, a couple of years ago, I started reading a book. A one of six book, and I read the first. I read the first one, and it ended. I was like, I was reading. I was like, if this damn book tells me that this guy is the. I read the whole book just to find out that this guy is the long lost uh, savior that they've been looking for this entire book, and it's this one guy. I'm gonna get. I, I'm gonna. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna read anymore because it's dumb. And that's exactly what happened. I'm like, I got, I got to go read a whole book to get the one story point that that should took a half a chapter. I got to read a whole book, and I got six more of this to do. No, I'm not doing that. Even though the book has some good, some some good stuff in there, uh, I, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't put my life to that. So I, I went to Amazon. I saw all these other books that were, uh, oh, book one of the of the so and so saga. I was like, oh, uh -huh. 
I, I'm not, I can't do that. I didn't want to write so, that either. So let me let me ask you this question then. So with that said, like you already mentioned previously that you know you have like this world for for you know like the 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 world of the ship with the red hair in your head. You, now, you know, with that said, I'm certain, and even with just how the book was written, it feels very much like, you know, this is a, a, a universe that you're going to revisit. But what you're saying is you like to write your novels in a self-contained way so that each one feels like it's a complete story in and, in and of itself. Is that what you're saying? Exactly what I'm saying. Uh, when, when you go to the movies, or when you watch a TV show, uh, you want to see, you want to, you want an entire experience. Experience, you want a whole story. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. making myself out to be some great storyteller or anything, or, or even mm-hmm. a good storyteller. But this, this is the way I, I see it. I want to, when I write a book, I want a whole, a whole, a book you can pick up, and that's the story from beginning to end. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I have, I know what the, the, the next one is going to be. I know what next few are going to be. And they're mm-hmm. all going to be in the world, but they don't really have anything to do with each other, except that they're in that world, that they're on in really? space. Man, they're completely okay. in, in completely different genres, completely different storylines, completely different characters. So you, so you have to say, oh, I have to read the, I have to read the, what, what what's the Scientology guy's name? Oh, uh, Ron Hubbard. He had a, a, a book that uh, a book series that I was trying to go through, and it said it said this book this is book uh, ten of the fourteen book Space War series or something. That instead right in the front it said like and the and the forward is like read these books must be read in order. Do not read these books out of order or won't make any sense. And I was like, well, I don't want I don't want to do that. All my all mm-hmm. all the stories I want are that you just pick pick up and read. So. The ship with red hair, it's a uh, it's an expansive universe, the big universe, the big world universe, of course, big universe. It's a big world that that I that I managed to create, and uh, I think some very interesting characters. But that story, once you read it, that story's done. Like at at at, at the end of that story, uh, the ship with like there, I don't see there being a ship with red hair too. Just, or something then maybe then then maybe you, if they give me a billion dollars <laughs> but it oh but oh are you saying something else? oh no no i was gonna uh, say that i do appreciate that like it is self-contained and it's mm-hmm. uh the, it, the the writing style is uh uh i don't want to say abbreviated because you get a lot of detail of the world like enough to paint a picture in my head of what it is like and it's massive, uh, but you know, I read some. I, I try to read some of these books, and they're just huge. <laughs> and uh, and it, the, this one does it in what a fraction <laughs> of the time, and it still gives you a complete story in this universe. And and uh, yeah, I'll say you telling me that there's more within this universe that isn't like it's not required reading to read this first. I think I, I enjoy that that little uh, uh, that way of thinking when it comes to making your universe. Well, thanks because a, a, a lot when I when I'm writing it, I'm 
like I'm writing for what I want, what I want to read. Like all the started because I'm writing something I wanted to, I wanted to um, consume myself, something I want to enjoy myself. So I don't want something long and drawn out. I want something that moves really quickly. Same if I if I go if I watch a movie, and I don't want like like I I've seen you guys uh, in, uh, review shows, and it's like. Well, after the first five episodes, it really picks up. Like, I don't want that. I need to, I need I need the first after the first couple of minutes in the first episode, I need I need to be hooked and know what's going and and be be ready for the next thing. So that's what I did for for uh for my book. And I I, I would get I would be sitting there writing it and I would literally get bored with what I was writing and I was like, I gotta I gotta I gotta get, get through this, I gotta move through this. And, and all of a sudden it's it's over with and like for the first I did. I did like like uh, what four four chapters before I even got to the ship with red hair. And I was like, right. this, is, this is crazy. But I'm, I'm sitting there reading this, and I'm like, this is this this is making sense. So I was like, the the from the from the uh, to get to the guy to get to the ship, and my and my my in my, uh, my notes and my outline, I had like that was going to take a couple chapters where we're going to be with him in the in the shuttles. Flying to the ship, and he's gonna be thinking about all this stuff and getting ready and all and all this. I was like, nobody cares. Like, I don't even. I'm writing it, and I don't care. No, I was like, <laughs> he he gets he gets to the ship with right here. Boom, done. And and then well, uh, even the, even in because I did get the audio book version and I read the the print version, but even that part was the part. If anything was drawn out, it was that part. But that part was like really setting up what this uh, fleet is and what they're trying to do, their protocols and stuff that that eventually comes into play all the way up to the climax, you know, into his mission. So it it didn't feel like it wasn't paying off at the end anyway. And it paid off. it, It paid off. In the execution of the book, in the body of the book, not even the climax. So <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. the climax just became a whole uh, a whole separate thing based on those two foundations. Like I, I felt that you did do a good job uh, in the drawn out part of the first, maybe like one, two, three chapters uh, of just him getting this this new mission and everything. But you did set up a little, a good amount of world building in a short, mm-hmm. a short amount of pages. Yeah, thank you. I, I, this takes me back to the to the comic book. Uh, this is a comic book show. Uh, the comic book. I don't know if you guys remember it. Uh, Image had a comic called Tribe. Uh, oh yeah. Where and that was unreadable to me. I was like, they, they <laughs> just got got paid a bunch of money for some for uh, he he stole, he stole money from Image because literally, like I think got they, I think they got to through uh, three issues where it was just them setting stuff up and i was like good lord we're still setting stuff up i'm i'm buying all these issues of tribe and nothing's happening and i could i couldn't i didn't want i didn't want to do that in 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 my book so that that, that's what i kept uh thinking back i was like if i was if i if i was reading reading this if i was uh watching this like movie would i be bored right now if the answer was yes then i moved then i moved on and so that's 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 um that's that's the main pitch for this move for this movie for this book for this book is that it it, it moves it moves on it moves quickly it, no it does it does it does move quick 
Uh, and I find it interesting because I feel like it's very character driven. Um, you know, obviously there are like events that happen, but it, it's more about, or at least it, to me, it felt more about, um, you know, how people are reacting to some of the things that, that happen and how that, you know, what, what kind of actions um, and what kind of like feelings it elicits to, you know, from the people, from the characters in the book. Um, speaking of which, you know, the, the main character is um, Darius. Dar Darius, uh, it's, I'm assuming it's it's Lever or is it, I mean, it's a proper noun. I know. Yeah, now, now, now you said it out loud. That's what it is. <laughs> Look, uh, well, I'm I'm trying to ask you just because it's your character, so I don't, you know, I don't want to. It could be Lever, but you know, I don't know. What do you, what do you in your head? What do you say? Darius okay. Lever, or Darius Lever. Uh, Darius Lever. I, I take the, okay. the, the 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 J. Michael Straczynski route, and like where all his main characters are, are like are. Or, or named JS. My main characters are named start with D because my name starts with D. So, oh, that's interesting. Like that, that's wild. That's wild. I love it. I love it. But it, it's it's really interesting because, and you know, I feel like maybe part of this, um, this partially enhanced the book for me. Is like because I know you as a person. It's like I could kind of see some of the parts of of Darius that are are parts of you <laughs> you know like and and it was interesting because it was like reading this character and don't get me wrong it, I'm not saying you are Darius because you're not but at the same time there were like particular aspects of the character that reminded me of you as as a person and especially like some of the things that that you've told me in regards to like your relationship with with work and working at different places and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, can you talk a little bit about how you decided to like forge this character and like what what how it is that uh, you kind of came to the idea that this is the character that's basically gonna move the story forward throughout the ship with the red hair. Back back when I um back when I was uh learning how to read and write or I'll, I'll read about a bunch of novelists uh like tell you how to how to write a story and everything they always say that you, your characters should speak for themselves and I tried that a couple times and uh, on on other stuff I would write but the it's it's best when you don't have when you don't have to think about what your character would do. And when, when you're writing, you, it 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 just happens. Like you you're just writing, and all of a sudden, what what like what do you think? What do you, what do you think the character would do next? Oh, I don't know. Well, that's not good. That's something's wrong with the character because you didn't write it correctly. Because you should know. Like you should mm -hmm. always know what. Like if you're watching uh, uh, a Spider -Man, Spider Man or something, and he see and he sees what Spider Man saw uh, people robbing his bank. What what would he do? I I'm not sure. Like would he? Would he jump in? Like, of course, you know what he would do. He would jump in. Uh, you don't. You don't know. You don't even think about it. So, for Darius, that what I, I for literally each step of the of of the because I, I had to because I was writing him. I had to think of what would he do, like, and so, mm -hmm. and so it kind of be, kind of became what would I do for 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 a little bit. Of, oh, I would do this, and so okay, so right. do that, 
And so that's what I do. And then wherever, wherever that went, um, that's what, that's what happened. Like for, uh, one, uh, an example of that, uh, uh, when, when, the, when the whole mission starts, uh, there, there's a scene where he likes, he's in the middle of a middle of fleet conference and he stands up and says, that's insane. Uh, Cause I was like, if somebody told me this, if somebody said what they, what they just said on, on screen, I would stand up. I'd say, that's crazy. And so that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's what, and that's what I did. That's what I wrote. And then things spot and then things fired off of there. And so right. uh, basically I just, uh, to answer your question uh, quickly, it, I just do what I would, what I would do and have the care. And at some point, if you do it, if you do it right, if you do it enough, at some point, uh, the character starts to literally speak for themselves. Uh, the, mm -hmm. I, I, I was reading a, how to write, how to write a screenplay book and, and I think my Stephen King or something. He's like, no, the characters will, will like, like almost jump off the page and say, no, I want to do this. Like at this point, I want to do this. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Even though that's where the plot's supposed to go, I'll do this. And then if you're a decent writer, once again, I'm I'm calling myself a, a good writer. Uh, you, if you're a good writer, you're um, then then if that if that spirals the plot off of some something else, then that's what you write. That's where the story right. goes. You go where the story goes. You don't you don't you let the characters. So that's, oh, it's so another thing. Uh, every, 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 um, every creator I've seen says, "Oh, let, let the characters, uh, let the characters control. Let the characters uh, run the run the ship." And that's that's true. You let the characters like control the story, and if you do that, you you, you and sometimes you kind of get off uh, off track. But sometimes it's a better track. Sometimes if it's a worse track, then you can take the hand of God, since you're the writer, and and, and erase it. Do something mm -hmm. different, but a lot of times it's a more it's a more interesting track because instead of just going down a, a regular save the cat plot line, you're uh, you're going down a different road and you're and you're you're doing something new, something something that sometimes you're not even not even you're um, looking to do. Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. Hopefully, it's it's better. With with that said, it's like how much. Or how closely, like you, I, you spoke earlier about a bit of your process and how you did your outline, and then you started writing chapter by chapter. You know, when the book actually ended up being finished, how closely did your finished product match that like original outline that you created? Oh, uh, not not a lot. Not a lot. It was it was a lot different because one of the things that I wanted to do. Especially was if I didn't want to go down the same the same plot path that I've seen that upsets the anything that upset me. Like I said before, this whole thing is just, is based off of me being upset about stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. if anything that upsets me in a story, I'm like, why is this happening, or why is that happening, or this is just for the plot? Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't. I'm, I wanted to make sure I didn't go down that path. And so okay. when so when I was writing the outline. I was just I was just trying to get get through the outline and and get to the end with with the uh, with the story and one of the plot points literally didn't like I was I was going over it I was like well that doesn't make any sense like that uh, it, it 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 it's a entirely different change from this person that I've been writing uh, because of course I've been going different different directions based on the, the character jumping up and saying stuff I was mm -hmm. I would be going I went out all these different directions and now. It makes no sense for for this to happen, or or for this person to do that, or that person to do this, and so uh, 
I, I, I literally I didn't do it. I, I was halfway through the book. I was like, oh, at this point, this is supposed to happen. And that's not going to happen because that's not going to happen. I'm not going to let it happen. Mm-hmm. So, and so I went down a different, I went down a different path, which was, uh, I guess, unfortunately for me, a shorter path because it, it, it made the book a lot shorter than it probably could have been. It would have been if it was one of these um, uh, sword and sorcery writers. Uh, this was mm-hmm. the book, book one of book one of fourteen <laughs> of the Ship with Red Hair saga. Uh, right. It made it shorter, <laughs> but uh, the yeah, but I made it a lot shorter. But I got it got through it. It made more sense to me, and so that was I got I got to the end. I, when I got to the end, I was like, oh, we're done, and yeah. Unfortunately for me, I, I think uh, I was kind of worried about that the the book was uh, so short. I was like, this is more of a short story. Like, well, then, mm-hmm. if it's, but the thing is, if it's a short story, then guess what? It's a short story because you shouldn't be sitting there watching a, uh, well, he's saying watching, but uh, reading about something or, or even watching something that's, that should be over. It should be done. Yeah. And you're, and you yeah. you said, oh, there's four more episodes left in this or, there's two more hours left, or what the hell? Like, why? Like, the yeah. good guy should have already won, or the bad guy should have already won, or something should have shut. Something should have happened where we shouldn't be sitting here. And I didn't yeah. want to do that for the book too. So the it, book it, it is. There's definitely like no padding, and which Moses kind of alluded to earlier in regards to you know how how quickly things move. Um, and you know, I I I agree with you 100 in the sense that like. I, I like, you know, I like to read. I have no problem reading, you know, a, a good sized book, whether you want to talk about like, you know, your standard novel kind of like, you know, 300 plus pages, or I've even read, you know, of course, longer books that are, you know, like I, I read like Harry Potter's, right? <laughs> Which are just like, you know, friggin' ridiculous amounts of pages. But if that's not the story you're trying to tell in that moment, well, you know, better to just let it be the story that it is and you know this this story that you end up telling in this book i mean is is really captivating like i i know for me i was like wow like i like i i was kind of uh i was immersed <laughs> let's put it like that i was immersed because and uh it's not to say that i didn't necessarily expect that to be the case but it even it it, it definitely pulled me in uh, much more or much further in than I was expecting to be pulled in. And so, yeah, it, it, I, I'm glad that you kept it, um, I, that you kept this story where you where you wanted it to be. And because Lord knows, like, I mean, I've definitely read people that pad their stuff. <laughs> and you can tell if you read regularly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you're yeah like, okay. George R.R. R. Martin. I read this <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not trying to call out any any names, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you can tell. And and you know, and that's the thing. You don't necessarily like you can be a good writer and be padding your stuff. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean you're bad, but at the same time, you can tell, like, okay, listen, I don't know if I need to know all this about this sword right now. <laughs> well, it was like like in in the first Game of Thrones book. It was like I think four in the paperback because I'm not reading hardback. I'm not reading anything. But just if I were reading it, that paperback it was I think 14 pages. 
was the description of the sword that they used to kill the dude that came infected by the White Walkers <laughs> at the opening <laughs> scene of the show. Yeah. Now, yeah. they are smaller pages because, well, hypothetically smaller because I don't read books, but hypothetically smaller pages. Yeah. So, Derek, let's talk about, you know, we talked about Darius. Let's talk about the ship. Like, where where does... Where does the ship or the idea of the ship, where does that where does that come from? Because I feel like that's a really it's a really interesting concept, and it's uh, I feel like you definitely made it your own because you know like there's there's it's not a holy a holy um it, it's not like a wholly unique idea but at the same time it kind of is so like where did the ship come from uh the ship came from me trying to make this into a ye novel uh so because i wanted some of that hunger games money uh but uh, <laughs> and, and I, I looked up what makes what makes a ye novel a ye novel and it was like uh -huh. uh, oh uh have a uh the, I love, well, most YA novels, the protagonist is a YA, a, well, usually a, a, a young woman, and then and then you write that, and so that's what I wanted to do. But uh, I'm not a young woman, and so I kind of hard to write that. But I tried, and so mm -hmm. I, I wanted I want I wanted her to be in be in charge or something. And I was like, well, what would happen if you went to, on a battleship? And you went to the main deck, and you found out that, oh, well, well who's in charge? Who's, who's in charge? You land in, land in, land on the main deck. Who's in charge here? And uh, a, a girl in a, a, a white skirt comes out, and you're like, and she's like, I'm in charge. Like, what the hell? What? And then, and, and you go, and you go from there. And that's the, that's the kind of way I saw. Like, I wanted something big. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted uh, someone who's in charge that probably. Not, not that they shouldn't be in charge, but that you wouldn't see them as as someone who's in charge. And how no, would that go? Yeah, how would how would that go when they had to interact with with other people? Not even not even their enemies, but people that are supposed to kind of look out for them and care and and help them out. And instead, they turn into their enemies or or put them on a on on a on a footing that kind of makes them their enemies. So, and I so that's how that's how I um built that and then you kind of have to build out from there and say well well how did how did she get that is there like did she get voted like like what, what like what would happen if we if we um if we if we uh had an election tomorrow and all of a sudden like megan the stallion and, and britney spears were on the ballot like who like would you vote for them like i wouldn't but I, i'm telling like if Taylor Swift were on the ballot like if if like there is a possibility now, especially now that something like that could happen. Like Taylor <clears throat> Swift could 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 be the governor of of, of California if she wanted to. Uh, mm -hmm. And what 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 would happen if that if if that happened? And so I so I, I thought this. Let me let me write that. And then once I started writing that, I had I'd like to well yeah you know, like did she did was was this person um uh, elected? Like well no. Has to be more sci-fi than that, so it kind of made it into like a, uh, like a royalty type thing, and then that, and from that goes to, well, what, what, what gives her, 
gives her command over this, these people. Like, what would um, make them make people follow her? Like, oh, if, if, if they saw her as a saw her as a, a mother figure, a, 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 a protector type person. And what 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 will cause that? Well, she has complete control of the ship. What does that mean? Well, that means mm -hmm. she has complete control of the ship mentally. She can do whatever she wants. Uh, basically, with she with with her mind, she's not she's not plugged into. A, a, at one point, she wasn't be plugged plugged up to a bunch of wires. What did I change that? Because I thought it would be better if she wasn't plugged up to a bunch bunch of wires. And <laughs> plus, I always I also saw in um what was the show Battlestar Galactica? They had they had kind of the same thing. We had people controlling controlling the main ships, but they were put, they were in a, a vat of milk with a bunch mm -hmm. of wires put into them. I'm like, well, I don't right. want that. And so, basically, you just go for that, and then, and then you write you have you write yourself out of it. I think it's a good thing to uh, put yourself in a corner and then have to write yourself out out of it. And so that's what a lot of the themes of this of this book is is me uh, coming up with something and then, and then trying to write myself out of it within a few chapters. Yeah, I mean the the character of the ship. I was just like, like I, it was very vivid to me, and I just like loved the concept. Mm -hmm. And you know, especially like just the whole idea that it's like okay, like like the people on the ship kind of see it as like this person like sacrificing themselves for for all the rest of them, and you know that that kind of concept. And, and you know, like just the fact that even you know the ship herself, like, is like sees her role as like like you said to kind of take care of all these people. Like these are all my people. These are all my family. And you know, it's just it was a really cool and interesting concept. And of course, the juxtapositioning of that concept versus like the mill ships for instance, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, knowing that like this fleet, like all, all of these people on these different ships have ended up evolving in completely different ways to what it's like for humanity to be surviving in space on ships. And, you know, like, yeah, and just the natural consequences of that. So yeah, like, cool. we're, we're, all, we're all on a spaceship, we call it Earth, the planet Earth. and. You have all these different people uh, in control and different factions and stuff, and everybody, uh, everybody does their own thing, kind of. But they're all still connected, which is kind of, mm -hmm. and it's weird when 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 something happens that somebody says, "Hey, we need to do this," or "We should do this," and other and people, and and other countries say, "No, we don't want to do that," and like, "Yeah, but we need to do this." Yeah, but I don't want to do that, so we're not doing that, even though it affects other people other countries negatively uh right it, 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 you can kind of understand why maybe the leader of the philippines doesn't want to uh uh get rid of uh coal power or, or get, get rid of fossil mm -hmm. fuel or maybe maybe why saudi arabia doesn't want to get rid of rid of uh fossil fuels but because but but they have their own they have their own uh things to worry about and mm -hmm. what they're working on even though we're all in this together. They still have their own things to worry about, and so that's what the right. ship with red hair kind of touches on a little bit. Where all these other fleets in the ship, fleets and the uh, ships in the fleet, have their own things to worry about, and you kind of because it's a because it's a story, you have to ramp it up. So now, what is what the thing is, isn't just like higher fuel prices or something. It's 
we're gonna everybody's gonna get pulled into a black hole and get killed uh, mm-hmm. because we don't know what's going on. Uh, they don't want it to happen, and you can't fault them for not wanting that. I can't. I can't fault somebody for not wanting right. to go into a black hole. Like what? Right. What, what would you do? Like what? What would you expect somebody else to do? Uh, if, if you told them, oh, we're gonna we're gonna kill your family tomorrow. Well, what can I do to stop it? Well, you you can if you kill this lady, then your family won't get killed. Well, I'm gonna kill this lady. Well, that's just bad. You shouldn't be killing ladies. That's a bad thing. But you mm-hmm. can kind of see what their point is. You, you can see their side of it. And so that's right. what, that's what I um. And that's where I really like liked. There's a line in the book where it's the it's the existentialist line. This is where where the ship puts her point and says like, well, you know, we're going to die or we're just going to end floating endlessly in space, continuing doing nothing, just trying to eat out survival. If we go through it, we can go. Maybe we'll find something else. Maybe it'll take us to the next step or we'll die. But if we don't, if we don't try, we won't know. And it's, you know, it's, it's that weird, uh, um, it's an existentialist dilemma, you know, and it's a decision that she made for her ship, and it's like it, they're on board, like you know, yeah, right. her, her ship's on board, but everybody, yeah. everybody else is not on board because yeah, and the thing, yeah, and the, well, the, the way you can see it is like, like they've been traveling through space with nowhere to go for yeah. uh for hundreds and hundreds of years, yeah, and people are, aren't cool with that. Some people. Most people are cool with that because they don't care. Yeah. Uh, but some people want something new, and she she wants something new. She wants to uh, collapse this this star, make a black hole, transform into a wormhole, and fly through that. And like you can kind of see, well, there's no reason for us to do that. But she's like, yes, there is. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm tired of flying with nowhere to go. Yeah. I want to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the that's the main main. Uh, thrust of the of the of the book of the plot of the uh, that's the main movement of the story it, it is like you know when you talk about somebody put in power and it's like that is technically a self-serving thought you know but it's like we're all individuals and when somebody becomes the you know the caretaker for this whole crew it's like shit yeah it, it, again, it's a, it's existential dilemma. It's like you know, you don't want somebody in public service that isn't serving the public, you know, and uh, and that's kind of where the other council is at in the book too. And they're like, and they didn't even trust this guy to really collect the data. That like, oh, you're already like you're just the patsy, you know. <laughs> Uh, Darius is like like Moses said. It's kind of a, a patsy, where where yeah. he's given one job, but he's just there to he's do another it. job that he doesn't even know about. Uh, yeah. But the I kind of I kind of based him on on uh, not really Indiana Jones, but I, I remember seeing something about Indiana Jones that said, "Look, if Indiana Jones had was not even there, everything would have gone exactly the same." Like Indiana Indiana Jones mm-hmm. had. Had no effect on the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie at all. Like if, <laughs> if he got killed, if he, if, if, if he got ran over by the boulder in the first scene, everything everything else in that movie would have happened exactly the same. And so, 
that's what I that's what I that's what that's kind of how how I wrote. I, I want to say, well, he's not a Superman. He's not like a a Tom Cruise guy. Yeah, I, I hate those guys too. Where they where all of a sudden like, well, wait a minute, the world would have been destroyed if this one guy hadn't made that one jump, and his foot hadn't hit there hit, hit that right. Like if he hadn't like um drove this car off these steps and it, it didn't and it rolled and it didn't roll back on so it was tires correctly. Uh, the entire world would be would be hit by nuclear weapons and something, where where it's somewhere uh, the hero wins, but not but just be, just out of out of luck, and we're supposed to say, oh, that's because they're the hero. That's that's supposed to happen. So many mm-hmm. books and movies have heroes like that. And I didn't want that. I want my hero to to be like, what if it was? They always have these. Uh, oh, what what if what if a regular what if I do a regular guy? That's that that what what. Uh, the that is what Die Hard was supposed to be. What if a mm-hmm. regular guy had gone to a building and these terrorists hit it? Well, a regular mm-hmm. guy would have died quickly. They would they would would have killed him because he would not have been able to fashion a, a rope out of a, a fire hose, throw it out a window, and then, and then swing that <laughs> down to another window, uh, pull out his gun, shoot it, and then and then go through and then go through and then continue to kill all the other. Uh, that would not have happened. And so mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to write a a, a, a hero, quote hero, uh, that's not really heroic. That he's basically there along for the ride, and he's and he is our our eyes into what's happening, but he's not really affecting. He can't. What that's not really a good way to, to sell a book. The hero's not. No, no. But he is, <laughs> he is our he is our eyes and ears on the floor. Like he's the reason yeah. we get to experience it. So it's it that is it's almost like a almost like a video game character in a sense. You know, like the world's just bigger than you, and you're there. And some of your choices affect things, but you know, realistically, his choices affecting things happen halfway through the book because <laughs> it's like he had no choice up until then, and then it's like, oh shit. My tablet turned into a spider. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, right. You know, all, um, all, all of a sudden, you realize you're. All of a sudden, you realize you're assassin. Like what? Yeah. Like, what do you do, uh, to, like Jay, what will you do tomorrow if if you got a a a, a, a phone call saying uh, kill the kill the mayor of 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 uh, Los Angeles? Uh, you have to do it, and you're like, I'm, I'm sure you would not want to do that. But what do they say? Well, it's already in. It's already in, your Kia Soul already has the bomb in it, and so it's already gonna blow up. And like you, you're kind of like, well, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, that's where, that's where I, that's where I, um, that's why, that, that's where I put my my uh, main character at, like in that sort of situation. Yeah, and it's it kind of like it gives me those like Blade Runner vibes, you know, like in that in that sense. Uh, although you know, you know the. Uh, Deckard was a little different, more you know, he had a more of a reason aside from just a, a sideways promotion, like like this book, you know. But I do like the fact that it's a regular guy, and he has opinions mm-hmm. on it. Like once he really, right. well, no, like we can't just do that. Like there's got to be a different option, but you know, nobody listens. So because he is a regular guy, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. like we all we all have bosses and all of our. And yeah. bosses always make 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 decisions that we don't agree with. I've had a lot of bosses that made a lot of decisions that I thought yeah. were dumb decisions, but that's you do what you they're doing. So if it's a, if it's if you have a strong enough opinion, 
you should be able to say, no, I'm not doing that, or we're not going to do that, or that's not going to happen. But a lot of times, it, it everything's everything's uh, put in place without you, without you being, you, you couldn't stop it if you wanted. You, you can quit and walk out tomorrow, and guess what? They're still going to do that. And so, and so now you're sitting there, well, if I could, if I were there, I could do something different. But mm-hmm. eh, who knows? Right? Read the book too. I'll learn more about, 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 about my thoughts on that. Now, Derek, with with that, like you know, just now with what you just said in regards to doing things different, like you know, obviously the the ship with red hair is done. And, you know, it's a complete work out out now and where wherever you you buy books. What like now in in retrospect, being like a little having a little bit of distance from it, what would you want it to have done? different about writing or creating this book, whether that be something with the story, something with uh, one of the characters, like what, what, if anything, do you feel like, okay, like, you know, if I had it to do over, I would have done this differently. Well, if I had to do over, I would write, I would write it faster because it took me way too long. At one point I I opened up the, um, opened up my file on Google docs and Mm -hmm. It said it's, it's it, it had uh, when I started it, and mm-hmm. like and then the current date, and I was like, I was like, wait, I've been working on this for two years. Like, what the hell? I've been working on this for two years, and then it, 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 uh, there's no reason it should took that long. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would have, um, I would have, uh, I think, uh, out, outlined it, uh, I think, better because I I, I kind of I strayed from the outline uh, very quickly and whole storylines. Which I thought were going to be a big part of the story, uh, are gone. Never existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I would, I would have handled that better, I believe. And I, I would have, uh, I would have. Exp- I, I don't think I would have. Ex- I would have expanded more. But I would, like Moses said before, I would have went into more depth into uh, certain parts of the of the of the book of the of the of the ship, not the ship character, but the ship, the literal ship itself, mm-hmm. like. I, I, I've reread it and listened to it a, a few times now, and I was like, "Oh, I had a line in there where he he can see uh, 50, 50 miles out, uh, but uh, most of that most of that was were orchards and stuff, and he saw a, a town in the end. But there's like twenty million people on the ship. Like I could have went deeper into the twenty million part. The, mm-hmm. I, I kind of I kind of um I kind of started." Started on that with uh, with the the little boy that I put in there, but that right. was going to be a once again that was going to be an entire an, an entire concept of how she is the ship uh, like sees every like sees every family there she sees, she sees every person she sees them as their as her as her own children and I would have liked to have gone. Uh, deeper in that, but my my stupid uh, way of thinking of let's get this get this moving, get this moving, was like once I once I once I introduced once I introduced the little boy character, I was like, oh well, I gotta we gotta we gotta get this stuff we gotta get get this moving. Let's uh let's 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 keep moving forward, and so things gotta move forward, and we didn't right. spend time with uh with his family because uh, literally his family they had anything to do anything. And also remember reading, learning about uh, how to write novels and how to write screenplays. If 
something doesn't have anything to do with the main plot, it's not needed. And so I will get rid of it. And you're not and that's kind of a bad way of thinking because you because you're supposed to be ready. That 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 is they they say that because usually when you're editing a movie or or, mm-hmm. or spending a script, uh so the money people will come in and say, Well, that's gonna be too expensive, let's get rid of that. Or we don't we don't have, we don't have time to do that. We're getting rid of that, and to mm-hmm. be brutal with your cuts. And so I was brutal with my own cuts, and I wouldn't be as brutal with my cuts uh, because mm-hmm. I control everything. I don't have to worry about a studio right. or anything. So I'll be less brutal about stuff stuff like that. That's that's yeah. I mean, yeah. I I will say that I would not have mind learning a little bit more about what life was like on the ship for the for the people there you know what i'm saying like you know and and i did i i definitely like um you know like thought it was interesting with darius talking to the people on the ship just to kind of get a uh you know he kind of was like taking their temperature you know he's like yeah. are these people are they cultists or or do they feel like you know like do they feel like they're autonomous like they feel like they you know can do what they want to be doing or whatever and they just decide to follow this chick you know like <laughs> you know and it, it it was interesting like the the moment that you do get from that but but it is only just a moment and and that's and that's it because you're right because you're like keep it moving <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, ultimately you did keep uh like like you wanted more of the boys family but you did keep the important parts that, that make the impact mm-hmm. for the story. So I, I didn't feel uh, more of it would have probably had a bigger impact. But again, the way that the climax went and everything here, yeah. I think it fits fine. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you guys for uh, for saying that one of my major shortcomings was, was the positive flow. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, it elicited the emotion and reaction that I hope it was the one you desired, but it, it did get it, it was a moment in the book where I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah like I agree. Uh, it's uh and especially when you're talking about a short book like this, those key moments, it's like there this book is full of those cool little key moments, you know. And uh and for me that's what I like because I'm not much of a reader. You know, and uh, but I do enjoy these stories. And if I, you know, usually end up getting abbreviated versions in like a Twilight Zone or uh, uh, yeah, you know, Outer Limits or something like that, or even in the movie adaptation. So if I'm gonna get an abbreviated version, might as well be straight from the author, yeah. Oh, thank you. So, Derek, oh, I'm sorry, oh, yeah, Derek, you mentioned that you know. There, there are other stories that you have to tell uh, in this universe. I wanted to to find out one. Like, do you have like a name for this universe as of yet? And then two, I just wanted to find out like, you know, are do you feel like is it going to be the kind of thing like, or or I guess maybe the better way to ask to ask the question is, can you give us a little taste of what you think the next book will be? Oh, previews. Sure, I can, I can do that. Uh, the name of the universe, I don't have a name for the universe. It's going to be called the fleet or whatever because everything's happening within the fleet. 
I was going to have, I'll go, I'll, I will completely ignore that question for a second. And I will say I was going to uh, make a, I was, I was thinking about making a, a movie series that, that every, where everything happens in one day within one 24 hour period. But it's uh, all all across the, all across, it, 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 everything it, um, extends from like a, a bank robbery, but then you have other stuff that happens like around the world, around the town, uh, during during that bank robbery, during during the, the planning and and the, I'm, I'm actually going way too off. This has nothing to do with anything because it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm I'm talking about something I'm never gonna even write, so forget it. Never mind. For, uh, erase from your brain everything I just said. Um, the, the 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 series would be called, I guess, the Fleet about stories happening mm -hmm. because each ship uh, uh, is a is an entirely different ship and has, has different things going on with different mm -hmm. people. The next one um, is going to be kind of like a detective noir noir story uh, mm -hmm. on 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 a, on a, on a giant uh, a giant uh, mill slash city ship where the mm -hmm. where um. Uh, oh, some somebody's killed. First of all, it's called the ship with a million eyes, and mm. there are a million. There are uh, tons of. It's a ship where there's surveillance everywhere, to, to the point where there's almost no, there's no crime because everything everything is caught. You're, you're automatically mm -hmm. like, you do something. You they know you did. You, you uh, steal something. They know you stole it. They you kill somebody. They know. Who you killed? Who you killed, and why you killed them? It's almost like a yeah. You they they know everything, and then and the main character that is a is a is a police a police detective in that world. Like how what what would the uh, what would a police detective be in a world where you don't really need police detectives? And so mm -hmm. uh, that's the that's the story because the police detectives have gotten kind of I would just say soft. And they don't—they aren't really good. So when a, a a real crime happens, that 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 they need somebody, they can't really rely on the police anymore. So what they do is they have a bunch of uh, people frozen from when they first launched the ship uh, hundreds mm -hmm. of years ago, from when they re had real crime outside, and and mm -hmm. so they have they have actually people in um in cryogenic uh cryogenic uh, whatever you call it. Stasis. Uh, stasis, there you go. Uh, I'm writing it, I don't even know. And where they don't even where they don't where where back when they had crime and they need they need somebody to oh we need somebody who can actually uh, investigate a murder all of a sudden, mm -hmm. we, which we haven't had in like three hundred years, they would go and uh thaw that person out and have and then now they have a, a real detective on, on the streets of their futuristic world. Uh, trying to uh, employ like old world skills to fix mm -hmm. a, 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 this type of crime. So that's what that's wow. what the next, that's what the next book is. That's what I'm working on now. The one after that is called the Ship with a Million Legs. The no, the Ship with a Billion Legs. The Ship with a Billion <laughs> Legs, where they um, it's a giant, uh, very uh, a big luxury type ship. Where all of a sudden they go through a they go through a, a nebula or whatever, and all of these little uh, all of these all of these aliens alien spider type things uh, latch onto the ship and go in and start and start eating up the ship and start and, and so they evacuate it. Everybody evacuate everybody except uh, step one 
small team uh, that that is uh, contracted uh, to stay and help just in case this type of happen type of thing happens uh, if the ship is infested with uh, alien alien insects uh, and, <laughs> and, and since nobody thought that was ever going to happen they sure I'll sign up and right. so, upon and, and so we we track them uh, through their uh, it's an action adventure instead of a detective more story this one will be an action adventure type story of, of this a team uh going through that's that's not really equipped but people are saying they're equipped like they've been mm-hmm. they've been tasked to to clear out the, the ship of uh of, of killer alien in, insects uh with uh whatever weapons they have around which they don't which are actually none and we go through the entire thing and i want and that one I'll, I'll give you a spoiler right now. Uh, nobody dies in because I hate I hate seeing all these. I got tired of seeing. I'm tired now of seeing all these shows where uh, oh we're the best we we sent the best team in the world in to to handle this problem, and by the end only one guy is left dragging his buddy out. I'm like, well, there will be, <laughs> there will be the best of the team and the, the best in the world, and there's only one guy left and and. and and he's all a bloody mess job. Like I don't, I don't want to see. I want to see a, a team go in and be an actual good team. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need any of them to die because they're all good at their jobs, supposedly. And so that's mm-hmm. that's what that one's going to be. Then there's the ship to save the world, which is the the uh, prequel, which is the story of the first ships that left the Earth when the Earth was uh, destroyed by Rogue Black oh, Hole. So like I, I got I got these ideas in my head. Uh, I'm going to write them. And they're, they're not going to take as long to come out. They're not, not going to take years and years and yeah. years to come out. I've learned my lessons. How soon? How soon do you feel like we can expect to to be able to read the ship with a thousand eyes? Uh, a million eyes. A thousand eyes. Oh, a million eyes. I'm sorry. Ship with a million eyes. Please. Uh, maybe next year. Okay. Maybe. Hey, that's cool. Word. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I said it out loud. Now I have to. Have to do it. Have to be on you gotta mind. do it. Like I'm gonna be looking for it. Uh, I'm gonna be looking for it. I'll be like, you told me, you told me next year. Yep. <laughs> so okay, cool, man. Um look, before the rest of the forum, I mean before we we change topics or whatnot, is there any any questions anybody else has for Derek or anything else anybody wants to say? I would like to say that he has uh, inspired me to read more, so I picked up nice. this thing, uh, Elmore Leonard book. Oh, that's, that's a good book. I've read that book. Okay. <laughs> Have you actually read that, Derek, or are you just saying yeah. that? No, yeah. Oh, okay, good. It's uh, Ray, Ray, Raymond Rayland. Rayland yeah. Gibbon. Yeah, the character from Justified, isn't it? Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So, thank all you guys for actually. Uh, like, I, well, I know Moses read it. I uh, know I believe Mary Young read it. Uh, Jay, I, I'm not sure yet. Oz, I don't think he's read it. But I want to thank you for giving me the chance to let the, ask other people to go to Amazon.com or the book with red hair, the book, the ship with red hair.com. That, that lets you know all the places you can buy it, uh, mm-hmm. which, which includes. Uh, uh, What's that? What's the online one? Oh, good lord! Barnes and Noble. I'm sorry, Barnes and Noble <laughs> online, Amazon.com, uh, Audible.com, and Kindle.com. In case if you don't want to touch paper, and it will be in the description below too. 
Yeah, I listened to the audiobook version. What do you think about it, Joe? You haven't said you haven't said anything the whole time. I'm guessing I guess you didn't like it, Joe. Um, oh, overall, God. I liked it. I did have some issues. Well, um, this, this is the good part. I want to know what somebody who doesn't read books doesn't like about my book. What don't you like about my books? Please tell me. Um, well, the main thing is the ambiguous ending. I'm not really into those, and yeah, I'm, I'm just not really into ambiguous endings. So that was a small issue for me. Um, but otherwise, it was fine. It, uh oh, it was, you're, you're about to say it was fine. It was okay, I guess. Man. I'm not even sure I read the same book you guys read. It feels like oh, this all could have been solved with a little bit of communication. Do you know right. that, I'm glad you said that because that's part that that is part of what the the overall um, the high the high level of the story was. The <laughs> high level uh, of the story was that all you need to do is just talk to people and mm-hmm. and not uh, not make assumptions about people <laughs> and to yeah not make assumptions about people about, about their capabilities and and what they can do what they can't do what they should do what they shouldn't do uh, and and you get through past all that by just Talking, by just asking, and that's a, that's a big part of the book. Thank you, Joe. That that is exactly that is exactly what I wanted you to get out of it. You got out of it. Okay. And I <laughs> read a different book. What, what book did you read, Oz? I, I thought I read the same book, but I hear you guys talking about how quickly it flows and how there's no padding. And I'm like, that's not what I read. What? Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> like it, it takes like, the the book itself is what like. 100 pages at the most pages it's very short it's 88 pages and i'm like halfway through the book before you actually get to the to the damn ship i didn't say anything because you said it yourself like yeah well no that's true it took him a long time to get there i don't need i don't need a chapter on on this guy's adopted daughter and like all this this i'm like sitting there like i'm sitting i felt with this main character was going through because I sat there starting to like nod off and then I, I read a sentence that like oh gets my attention oh oh yeah okay and then it starts to get interesting when when you get to the ship it, it really picks up and starts getting interesting but you know you guys are saying you guys are saying oh I I hate it when they say oh by season two this gets really good well I kind of felt like that like if it's 88 you know, we get we, we get to the the ship a little earlier. There's still only like what uh, fifteen pages that you're complaining about. <laughs> out of eighty eight, like we we right. complain, we complain out of a, a ten episode series. It has two filler episodes. You know, 15, 15, 20 pages is about two episodes of a eight, eight episode series. So yeah, we complain it's about that all the time. <laughs> but. I mean, like, like, it, it, take, it takes it takes like three chapters just to find out the main character's name. Well, okay, that, my experience was a little different just because it was an audiobook. So it's like the hour before the she get the guy gets to the ship, and I'm really? like, man, I actually read them in tandem, like together, like I listened and read at the same time. 
And uh, oh, okay. I appreciate that the audiobook wasn't uh, abridged. So it was like a read along. Wait, so look. It, it, all, yeah. it also it also kind of bugged me when you when you find out what's gonna happen. <laughs> so there's like there, there's like three or four different people that are much part much smarter than the main character saying, "Hey, you know our most advanced computers. Like all this checks out. This is gonna work if we do right. this. This is gonna work." And he's still like, "So you're trying to kill everybody?" And the ship is like. I'm supposed to, I'm protecting these people. What are you talking about? And everybody around him is telling him how this is going to work. The math checks out. We just want to know what's why. And he's sitting there like, oh, hey, everybody says you're trying to kill everybody. I'm like, what the hell? Well, tell, that, tell, that, every, tell that to everybody that, that didn't want to get the vaccine because they thought your, your Bill Gates thought they, they thought Bill Gates. <laughs> 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 yeah. so when you're running math, for a, a potential black hole that you're creating, uh, it, it could be, you know, the variables might switch. It, it's at that point, it's almost like uh, abstract algebra, not not solve for x, solve for triangle. But that's the thing. Every every avenue they have to check this math says right. No, it works. But it's but but yeah. that's the thing. All the avenues are limited because they don't have the experience of actually going through it. It's all it's all theoretical. Right, basically what, what you're saying, and that's the argument saying. on the other like, side that it's right. like no like, matter how much, yeah. in theory, it should work, but no one's ever done that before. Right. So we why why would we even take right. a risk? But like this there's guy, no mention. No everybody everybody around this guy is telling him, we we know it's a it's possible. We right. want to know why. Right. That should have been mm-hmm. the first question he asked. Yeah, but that's how it is. He asked about apples. But that's yeah. how it is. Well, like but that's that's he's nervous. That that's about more about social anxiety than it is about like thinking like oh the apples are what, what's important. Like it that's <laughs> like and that's and that's evident in the book. Like that like the character feels that same way where he's like why did I talk about the apples? <laughs> uh, I'll say though when you when he gets to the I'm even like I guess not when he gets to the ship because. When you find out what the ship is planning, the book really picks up at that point. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's fair. What's Big Man saying, Jack? Uh, Big Man 24-7 says, it's the concept of new ideas scaring people and the fear that comes with that and innocent people getting caught in the middle. Yeah. I do like okay. that. Uh, the exactly. ship- like when, 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 when I tell you that uh, electric cars will, will save the future and have less less uh, less air pollution. And you're like, yeah, but I don't want to have to wait in line to charge my car. That kind of sucks. Electric cars, and you come here and say, electric cars suck. I had a, a bad experience with them. But all, all, but you know that all the evidence says they're great, they're good, and but for you, they still suck. Because well, you don't have uh, we're not gonna talk about the uh, cobalt mines and the slavery that okay, okay. With your electric cars, uh, <laughs> no, and um, I, I I get all that. It's just like it, it gets. I feel like the book starts when he finds out. The book starts at the conference when he falls asleep. Is how I feel. <laughs> Which is halfway through the book, and it's no. like an eight page book. It's like, it's like a quarter through the book. Yeah, it's a quarter, it's a right it's a right it's a right amount of time 
it just you know, other books other books would have been <laughs> you know, other books would have been a hundred pages and now it was thirty. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not it's not even thirty. Like I, feel, yeah. I honestly I do feel like everything up until until he starts falling asleep at the conference is literally all world building. Like it's literally getting yeah. to you to the character, letting you know that there's a fleet, let let helping you understand there's different types of ships. You know, it like, is the most padded part of the book, but it's still like all of that is useful information. I, I it's, do appreciate. It's literally no padding. That's the, <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's no padding. It's just it's it's literally yeah. the foundation for that helps you understand everything else that happens after the fact. I I, I, I feel. I, I do appreciate that the ship has to tell them like three or four times, like. We're not, we're not asking you for permission. Like this is gonna happen. We're just telling right. you, you want to come along. Like we're, we're doing this. I don't know why you keep saying you're not gonna let right. us do this or we need your permission or whatever. We're just that's, this is gonna happen. That's, again, that's another the commentary on the bureaucratic. And that's why that's why it gets interesting. That's why it got interesting right there because it. Yeah, she wasn't asking for permission. This is what's gonna happen, and like we're gonna answer whatever question you have. But you ain't stopping this. We're asking you to join, or you're gonna be left behind. And and it goes back to what what, what Jay was saying and what Derek confirmed in that you know it's like the theme of if people would just like talk to each other and like like the the issue was more so not like oh everyone didn't have enough information to to make or come to a much better uh, outcome, it was that people took the the information that they had and decided to ignore it or filter it through their own lens as opposed to just, you know, look at it for what it is. Like, instead of taking some things at face value, they're just like, now nah. it's like that. They say this, but what they mean is, and it's like, well, you could do that for anything, right? Like you could you could literally listen to somebody say something and it be 100% like yeah, that's exactly what they said, but if you don't believe that's what they meant and you decide to ascribe a whole different meaning to whatever they, it is that they actually just said, it's like how how do you you can't even you can't even like uh uh approach somebody in a civil way in regards to that kind of disagreement because it's literally just about how people's emotions are not about what they're actually thinking if you say you're going to eat a hamburger and you and someone says no you shouldn't eat hamburgers they're bad for you but yeah but it's not, I, I want to eat a hamburger i'm going to eat a hamburger it's not going to kill me and so you start eating a hamburger and they come and, and instead of them saying well go ahead do what you want to do they come and slap it out of your slap it out of your, out, out of your mouth then you're going to be a little more upset, right? I told you, right. it's not gonna, you know, it's not. You know, it's not gonna hurt me. Why'd you come and slap it out of my mouth? Because I'm trying to save you. Because I'm helping you. No, you're not. <laughs> I do like the theme, and we should point out that uh, Derek wrote this years ago, but it's more. I don't know if impactful is the right word. It's more poignant, maybe. Hey, you guys are better with, with words than me today where you have a concept of people have 
all the information about what's about to happen, all the information you could possibly mm-hmm. want. You ask the question, we will answer it and tell you exactly what's going mm-hmm. on. And still, like, whether it's fear or, or prejudice or whatever, like, still be like, no, that's not, that's not even, that's not even a thing. Like, one guy says, she's 22. What the hell does she know? You know, mm-hmm. having uh, like the same information that the supercomputer has and says, eh, no, it works. This, this will work. Mm-hmm. I, I like that theme. And um, yeah, I just think it's interesting that he wrote it years before. I, I think it applies more today than when he wrote it. Or I don't know, maybe I'm just more aware of it today because of all the things that have gone on in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, guys, I'll take that. Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome. All right, so Derek, one more time, man. Tell the people where they can get the ship with the red hair. Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, uh, Kindle. I don't know if Kindle's.com. Audible is available in all those formats, whether you want to touch paper or not. Uh, if you want, want to listen to it, this is an audio book. You got somebody to read it to you. If you, if you don't know how to read, there's no reason for you not to uh, not 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 to own and read this book. Uh, it's, uh, six dollars and nothing depending on how your your amazon account is set up so go to uh go to amazon.com go to barnesnoble.com get the get the the digital version get the text version uh enjoy it tell your friends about it read it understand it send me an email about it uh thank you that's all thank you very much where can they send you an email about it uh, there's a contact there's a contact uh button on on uh the ship with red hair.com which is on the internet if you don't have the internet then i don't know how you're listening to this but you can go to uh, <laughs> the ship with red hair.com and you can uh, click the contact button and and send me i was actually i was actually going to set, set up a whole forum for people to discuss stuff on that i'm not doing that now but uh just send me an email <laughs> about it or yeah, do it, do it like that. Or uh, I'm on, tw- I'm on um, uh, Twitch. I'm on not Twitch. Uh, not on Twitch. I'm on. Um, I am on Twitch, but I'm on uh, Instagram uh, as uh, I don't know what I am. I don't know what I am. Derek Hopkins on Instagram somewhere. <laughs> there you go. I think it's like All Games Network still. No, I think I'm moving. I think, I'm pretty sure I switched. Yeah, I switched it to Derek Hopkins. I'm okay. I'm, oh no, no, that's on Facebook. Oh, don't, talk <laughs> don't send me a message on Facebook. Send me a message on. Send me a message on. Dead Pixel Live. Oh, good lord. Okay. Yeah, Dead Pixel yeah. Live. Word. All right, cool, Derek. Appreciate you, man. We will um, talk to you soon. Thank, thank you guys for talking to me. I will now go. Play board games with Jennifer Stavros, who says that she misses you guys and she wants you guys to I hit, her up, hit her up on uh on Facebook or or Discord or something. Yeah, her new Discord. Yeah, her new Discord. Oh, cool. And, Tell her said, "Hey, what game are you gonna play?" Uh, I have no idea. I, I, I she sent me a message saying, uh, "Do you want to do you want to play a board game?" I was like, "I'm not gonna say no. I'm not. I'm not gonna say no to a free redhead that asked me to play games." So. I'm always, I'm always <laughs> to that. Tell her I said hi. See how that goes. What does that mean? 
Tell her, just tell her I'll say hi. No, I will not do that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like the tone of your voice. I don't like the, I don't like the vibe of your energy. <laughs> I love it. All right, Derek. We'll catch you, man. Okay, and, and uh, also I give Wonder Woman uh, 8 out of 10. Uh, oh, uh, for, did you read for, it? Yeah. Oh, do you want to look? You want we're going to talk about it. I'm sorry, we can you can what you will call it. We can, you well, can I, I know the eyes, I know the eyes they don't like me, so I, I, I don't know. Yeah, oh, damn, we lost Jay. That sucks. Yeah, it is time. It happens. No, but no, it's like we're, we're going to just take a we're going to take a little bit of time to talk about Wonder Woman. So, yeah, if you want to talk about it, feel free to stay on. I apologize, I, I forgot that I mentioned it to you. No, thank you for taking uh, an hour and a half uh, talking about my book. It makes me feel good. It's like a, yeah, a cool. it's been a Thank you very much. Thank you, Fantastic Forum. Almost as long as the as the audiobook. Yeah, yeah, you guys still listen to the whole audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what, like, you know, Derek, I'm not going to ask your opinion about this because, you know, I know from a professional standpoint, you probably shouldn't or can't answer this any other way, but uh, Moses, what, what did you think of the audio book? Like, what, how oh, was that performance? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I The 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 acting when he spoke as other characters mm-hmm. could have been a little distinguishable or not, not necessarily better, just distinguishable. Mm-hmm. But uh, aside from that, like the narrative, like the voice was captivating. It was the proper voice I had in my head as I read the book the mm-hmm. first time. And they're reading it together, like it—it it, it wasn't abridged, it wasn't edited, it wasn't cut. It was like literally word for word. So I appreciate that. I, I was yeah. able to read it together, and you know, I—I I broke my own record for reading a whole book in one sitting. It was the first time in my life. Right. Well, second time in my life, but yeah, um, yeah, the uh, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the audio book uh, immensely, and the price was right, six ninety three with Amazon Prime. Okay. I don't have to mess with it. I, I, I would have a lot to hear. You have a trial, you can get it for free. And I think you could claim it as your free gift. Like when you buy, after a certain uh, times you buy stuff, you get a free book, audio book. And I think it counts mm-hmm. as that too. So. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So, um, all right. Uh, Mo, are you good to play the. the yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Are, are we hanging up on Derek? Oh, no, I think, Derek, Derek you're going to hang around for a little bit, right? Oh, uh, yeah, for a little bit to talk about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Comic book. Review. Uh, Comic book. Like, review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but, like... All right. So, Wonder Woman, number one, Dawn of DC. We're, we're back in it again with Wonder Woman. Uh, Jude, this is written by Tom King. Uh, Oz, tell me who the artists, the, the, the artists are real quick. Sam Pier. And what about the color? Morey. Uh, Morey? M-O-R-E-Y. Okay, cool. Thank you. 
So, um, this is a, a different, a, a, a you know, different take on, or I guess, a new direction for the Wonder Woman book, and uh, basically, it the America has declared war on the Amazon, um, passing passing legislation to regulate them after an incident of a uh, Amazon killing a bunch of a bunch of men in a pool hall. Well, then the, then the Amazon before this, then they killed every a bunch of people because they attacked America. Did the Amazons attack America? I did not see. I, I have not read that. They talk about that in this. Uh, it's part of like that was the icing on the shit cake was the incident at the bar. I mean, if the Amazons as a whole had attacked America already, then why did they wait for a pool hall incident to start passing legislation? Like, I don't because they're making too much money off of those movies. That's why. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't. I understand. Like, like, okay. Like, and I feel like you're like, I feel like they did kind of mention something in passing, but I didn't know what they were talking about. So I was just like, you know, I'm like, okay. There, like, there's, a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole, like, um, whole thing in DC where, where at one point the Amazons attacked America, attacked the United States. And I'm guessing during that, during that attack, they killed a bunch of people. I'm guessing. I didn't, I did not read it because it was DC and nobody reads DC stuff, but I do know that it happened. <laughs> That there was a big okay. Amazon's attack. Oh, you know what? I think I do remember that that was a thing that did happen. Like, because they had that was back when they had the crossover with um, it had uh, Yara in it too, right? And all of, like it basically like three Wonder Woman books together that had like that event in it going happening through it. I think I didn't realize they were attacking America though, because I looked at it and I didn't read it either. So now they're making sure I, you. You read it now. I don't know, <laughs> but but this book basically has it so that you know the there's uh, legislation passed that like limits the uh, ability, I guess, of the Amazons to just exist on American soil. They don't really say specifically what it does in in the course of the book, but that's what they imply that like. Amazons, you know, are kind of like persona non grata. Like basically, they're illegal immigrants now. Yeah, I guess so. Like they're they're kind of like detaining them and like I guess deporting them. Yeah, they're, they're almost like they're a bunch. If they're Arab Americans, and they say get out after nine eleven, uh, and if you don't get out, we're gonna shoot you on the street, which they actually do in this book. They kill somebody. <laughs> Kill a pretty lady right on in the street for really no <laughs> she was uh, charging them and attacking. And they were about to take away her kid. So I mean, yeah. They like here's the thing. The dude was literally like pointing a gun at their baby. So it's saying we could do this the easy way or the hard way. Yeah. Uh you know and she chose the hard I, way. Yeah. <laughs> so and um, you know, and it, we shows how it pays out at the end of the at the end of the book. <laughs> so yeah, but it, and it's basically about uh, the Amazons getting either like like 
Derek mentioned, either gunned down or pushed pushed out of America uh, and Wonder Woman basically saying like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not letting, it's not going down like that. And so that's pretty much where we're at in this book. Um, Oz, what was your initial impression of Wonder Woman 1? Uh, not surprised knowing Tom King wrote it. Okay. It's What's just, that mean? Like, um, there's this narrative throughout the whole book that is crap. And I feel like Tom King wrote that feeling like he was saying something profound. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not. It's just long-winded and boring. And it's okay. not even... It, it doesn't even tell you anything. It's just long and rambling. But I, and the whole time I'm reading, I'm picture Tom King like finishing up that script. Like, yeah, yeah, this is this is amazing stuff. I'm doing good shit here, and it, it it's just <laughs> it's not. Uh, the story itself like takes too many. I understand we're reading a superhero book. Mm-hmm. But it's just taking a lot of liberties with reality, like way, way too many. And then we—it's a super—it's a Wonder Woman book, and we don't get Wonder Woman till like the last half of it, like the last few pages, really. Mm-hmm. Like, felt like I was reading the ship with red hair. I'm like, let's let's get to something interesting. <laughs> or, so, you're saying, so you're saying you don't think it's realistic that they would that kids would be taken away from their parents? And their parents deported. You saying that that's out of out of the, that would never happen in America? Is what you're saying? I'm saying that law that law would never have passed. But the law did pass. Like we live, we're li- literally living in that law right now. No, we're not. What? There are no kids in cages on the border right now. I believe there is. And look, talk to Biden about that. Well, yeah, okay. he's in charge now, but they were yeah. in charge. You know, he, was, he was in charge when they built the fucking cages. Again, again, but it, it it's the the management in the, in the moment can make it a, a a call a choice. Like, if you want to talk, if you want to talk about the cages, here's yeah. the thing about the cages. You're saying the cages during during, during during the the Obama administration, there was a lawsuit against the administration that. The people were complaining that the kids were were being um, held in in they were being arrested with the parents and like you can't be putting kids in jail. So then the result of that lawsuit was that okay, well then we're gonna take the kids and not put them in jail with the parents and put them over here, and then that became the kids in cages. And then people are like, well, th- that's not right. But that was the like. That was the resolution to the original yeah. lawsuit. And the, so, the, like, you're never going to make anybody happy. The management you, you, you keeps saying th- this This is a horrible thing, but wait, the wait, alternative wait, was also a horrible wait, thing. Wait. So you're never going to make anybody happy. Yeah, right, right now you're kind of... And there is no... And, and the, it's not like there was a law that says, well, we have to put kids in cages. And I don't, I don't see where they would pass a law banning a specific uh, country's people from... Exactly. We did that too. We we did that too. Uh, we 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 banned uh, any people from uh, uh, Arab countries from coming into the country. We turned Hawaiians into Americans. 
we, we've done we've done all that. And you're saying it did, didn't happen while it's happening. You're saying it's bad that it happened. The, the thing but that sets off the thing that sets off this book is the this person kills 19 people. And we spent three pages like they make a big deal, like oh, they were they were all dudes. That's that's the reason. That is Somebody the reason. murdered 19 people, and the government belongs to is like just ignoring it. Like they, they make according to this book, it makes it seems like like the, the Amazonians didn't care. Like Wonder Woman is really the only one trying to figure out who did this and bring that person to justice, but at no time do, do the Amazonian government. And the uh, the American government in this book ever ever think well, or at least he doesn't tell us that they had a talk about hey, we need to bring this person to justice because killed nineteen fucking people. I think I think that um, like in the course of the story, it mentions that you know the Amazonian government like you know makes a statement and you know of course condemns like the violence and what happened. Um, the the only thing I got is that, and it, it, it the person telling what happened is somebody with uh, a prejudice against Amazonians, right. so you can't really trust what they're saying, and they're just saying that uh, the the Amazonians didn't care or ignored it or said nothing. Well, they didn't say they said nothing. I mean, they literally say that they released a statement. Just I, I don't, and that might, I don't remember if that was like the narrator or it might be in the news report. One of the two. It was either the narr- the narrator or uh, Sergeant Steele. Right, but but it it mentions that the Amazon's like you know like uh, condemned the actions of the person, but realistically, it's like if a crime gets admit, gets committed in another country, it it's not like the onus of the country that the perpetrator is from, if they're not from that country, you know, if they're not from the country that they committed the crime in, it's not like on them to bring that person to justice. I mean, like America has its own laws, right? And so that would be on America to bring that person to justice, but which they, it seemed like they were trying, but it just seems interesting. Like it, it, it almost seems like the way that he was writing it was like, what happens in the pool hall is a catalyst for certain political figures to spin that the Amazons have an agenda against men specifically. And that, because it scares guys, laws get passed to, to um, you know, basically, I guess, I, I guess disenfranchise the Amazons, but like I feel like the 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 issue comes mo- mostly in from this book in that Tom King doesn't specify what the law is, and it's not. Like he, and when I say that, I don't mean it like obviously. Like I'm not saying, oh, he should have wrote a brief. <laughs> you know, he should have he should have had a. Should, I'm not saying he should have pulled a a a, a friggin' um, you know, a full info page that del- well, delineates the law or anything like that. But, we started but thinking it's like, with Civil War, where you know they right. had the benefit of a, a whole crossover event to flesh out the law in in well, their way, and he didn't have that. he had one issue. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, though, I, I, and that's a good that's a great point because I feel like that is the thing where in in Civil War, like in the one issue, like the first issue, you understand exactly what it is. 
where it's like the issue is the law is these people are dangerous so if they're gonna exist they have to register so we need the identities and power sets of all these people register with the government and so you know 100 percent that that's that's it and it's like some people are like oh okay no big deal and others are like well just because I exist and happen to have powers, you shouldn't have to know, you know, I don't think it's right that you need to know my name and need to know, you know, what, what I can do. Like, that's not, I'm not trying to be on your list. And so you understand 100% where the distinction lies and how it affects people. And it's like one of those things where, okay, obviously, like it doesn't, we don't have the law that it would be like, the law doesn't say, oh, well, if you don't register, then we'll be able to do this X, Y, Z to you. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't say that, but you understand that, okay, well, they're they're in an illegal situation now. And so you just kind of assume like, okay, well then however they need to try to make them comply with the law is what it is. And that's kind of like the comic booky part of it. But the the thing that with this is like, okay, they, they pass what, what is called, what is it? What is it called? The Amazon something act? Amazon Protection Act. Amazon, right. Okay. So the Amazon Protection Act doesn't tell me what it is. Like, I don't know if that means like, like, I don't know if the, like, I know, like, it sounds like what a piece of legislation would actually sound like in real life. Because, you know, sometimes like, like, isn't the idea of putting protection in the name of it, but realistically, you're actually attacking the people makes a lot of sense like that happens in real life right but the difference in real life is you actually get to read the law and know what what it is and what it says right but in the comic i'm like i don't know what the amazon protection act is saying or doing like i don't know if that means like like and it does seem like they were trying to like basically either like basically trying to get all the amazons out of america that's what it seemed like but it's kind of like you have to at least tell me like that sounds like it would be unconstitutional. Like you can't just kick Amazons out because they're Amazons. Like they have to do something, right? Because it's like if you live, if you happen to be living in America, then I mean the Constitution still applies to you, right? That sounds Ideally. like the coming of the writer because the, that's something that the writer would have had to have figured out and would have figured, figured out a way to put put in the book. And they yeah. didn't. They said instead they said. We're calling the, the APA, we're done. And that's it. And we'll, right. we'll, figure, we'll figure it all out later. We're not going to put it in. And that's what I'm right. saying. Tom King's a shitty writer. <laughs> like his acronym for the for the for acts doesn't even like fit. It it fits. It's it like, doesn't fit. It's like the idea of having a what what is the it's an AX word, right? Or EX word. It's like AXE. Yeah, but it's like the Using the X, but the using... but the X word is like uh, extradition or something like that. Right, and that's yeah, and that's it, what I'm saying. Like E word, right? But and it's it's he created A. when the when the X Men route of of spelling stuff where right right exterminators and right? then you really gets on on my nerves. When I get to the last page and like, oh, this guy's got the lasso of lies. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, but you literally just got out of a what is it, the dark multiverse. 
like it, it's on brand for DC shit. Like that's true. You have a green ring. You got, <laughs> you got a spectrum of, of emotions for everybody. Every color in the rainbow for every emotion. Like it, it's the it's on brand for DC. It's not You're that right. Strange. Tom King has done nothing new. Again, no, no. that part of that DC DC doesn't <laughs> blame DC. Like he's working within that system. I guarantee you, if you would have done something like this in Marvel or even independent, it might be a little different. Maybe. Like, I, it's interesting because, you know, I, I, I'm i definitely of, like, some of the criticisms Oz has for the book are criticisms I, I felt as well. But really? I you love words. Like, I do like words. Like, yeah. more words is better for you. I hate words. Well, I, I mean, actually, not, I actually enjoyed words in this one. It took me too long. To not, not always. Like I like, I like my words to to have a, a little bit of, uh, you know, like I want them to have some purpose or whatever. But, but it's interesting because the idea that you know, I don't feel as strongly about it as you do, Oz. But I do agree with that. I feel like Tom King. I think did feel like he was like doing something with this book, and like he's trying to make a particular point. And but, but he I got yelled like, at on Twitter and Instagram six months ago. <laughs> he he should he like he's like, well, this will let him know. Yeah. Oh, what, what did he get yelled at about? Oh, for being woke and shit. Like they were talking oh. shit to him, and you know he's also a CIA guy. <laughs> like, well, yeah, here, here, take this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But but also, I I do feel like this book isn't executed. Like it, it's not it's not executed like as cleverly as he thinks it is. Unfortunately, like th there's some decent ideas in it. It's just it doesn't it doesn't quite reach. It didn't reach the like reach the place I think that it was trying to get to quite quite yet. And then also too, I don't know, man. Like I like. The ending, like, like again, too, like the, like the sovereign. I'm not sure I like it. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm not sure I like it. I don't think he. I don't. It think could have been mean, lizard people. It could have been Hollywood elite. It could have been, you know. I, I don't think Tom King like talked to his artist or I. Something happened where, like, when I when I start the book, I was like, oh shit, I thought that was Wonder Girl. Like, oh man, Wonder Girl's gone crazy. She's out there motor murdering folks. It's not Wonder Girl. Like no, it's, not it's, Wonder it's not it's, it's not Cassandra. It's like it's like Leslie. It doesn't look like Wonder Girl, though. It it's kind of does with the leather jacket over the outfit. No, I get where you're coming from. Does. No, but it, I mean it's I like I got the sense that there was Amazons living in America. Like I didn't feel like it was somebody I should know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Derek, why don't you why don't you chime in a little bit? Like how 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 did you feel about the concepts that we're trying to be put across here in this book? Well, I saw it immediately as a reboot and uh, from that I was like, oh, so they're gonna change we changed a bunch of stuff and one of the things they changed was that they um it was it was automatically going in a darker area, starting with the the murder of everybody in the bar, that was a lot darker than I, than I was expecting. Uh, I, 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 thought, I thought 
that the Wonder Woman uh, light woman in the first part that Oz is showing now was going to end up being like, and there that this is what this is what happens if you disrespect women or something like that, and and you see a bunch of guys with like little turtles around their head and and birdies and stuff where she beat them up, but she ended up straight up murdering all of murdering all of them. And I was like, oh, that's different. This is a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. And then when they killed the the mom right in front of her daughter, I was like, okay, so this is a lot different, darker. Mm -hmm. Is going to be, and then they then they brought then one woman finally came in, and she was just a she's a she's a big woman, she, and kind of like I always thought one woman should be, but every once in a while they they kind of they slim her down all of a sudden, and mm -hmm. she's more of a a fitness model instead of a bodybuilder, which is what I think she should look like. Right. There's a there's there's a lady out there now called Vladislava Galligan, who looks huge. And that's what, and she, that looks a lot like this new Wonder new Wonder Woman, which is a bigger, more muscular woman than I thought. And I think they did that because they want to make her more, more physical and more brutal. Mm -hmm. And that, that's kind of what they, they showed that when she fought off the government, um, the government thugs that came after her, where, mm -hmm. she, where she beat literally all of them up, uh, including a sniper. Uh, and I was like, oh, so, so this, so this, that's what they, they that's what this one woman is going to be she's going to be a a big strong ass kicker and, mm -hmm. and I, I i'm looking forward i want to see that she should have been like that for a long time mm -hmm. I, just, I just don't want them to go too far and too far in the woods where all of a sudden um she's like batman or something where she's too dark because that's not her character right. is the i want peace and love for everybody but the world she's in that that can't happen and right. so i want to see what her i also don't want her um the main bad guy well it looks like it's gonna have to be because the main bad guy is the is the old uh, old crusty guy sitting on the throne it's like it's gonna be all more more intellectual type battles with him instead of physical i don't see him getting up and fighting wonder woman right i, I, I could beat him up and i'm not big either uh but he but that's why that's I don't want that to be a, a ideological battle. Uh, I want that to be I want to be a physical battle, but I, I don't see that being possible with that the current bad guy they set up. Well, I think he's gonna send like Sergeant Steel. He's just gonna send people to fight her. Yeah, but ultimately he uh, he has to be taken down one way or another, unless Tom King is using a CIA experience and saying that he's never gonna be taken down. I don't, it, it's, and I guess that Is was Tom like, King also CIA? I thought it was just David Mack. No, it's Tom King. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I, I and I, you know, I think what, like, <coughs> two things I think bothered me about the concept of this character, the sovereign. Uh, one was the, the lasso of lies. <laughs> like, I was just like, uh, but what do you expect from DC? Like, why we agree on that, by the way? Yeah, that shit wasn't surprising. Like, it's like but, you literally have it, like it, it doesn't have to be surprising. It's just disappointing. But I, I guess I don't know. Maybe you guys are giving because it's like you know you got Superman, you got Bizarro, you got yeah. It's like that DC does this shit all the time. Like you got Hawk and Dove, you got Offspray. 
Like, you know, like it's it's like you it's not it's it's par for the course. Yeah, I mean I I don't disagree with you, but let's put it like this. Like like bizarro, like especially like some of those concepts like that are like that are generally older concepts. And when they do it like in newer times, they at least kind of put a little bit of a spin on it. Like just like how you mentioned all the 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 new lanterns that have come up, right? It's like the new lanterns are basically what you were just talking about, where it's like, oh, okay, like let's let's make a, a, a motion for every color of the spectrum. But it's not like they were just like, oh, okay, like all of like all of the lanterns, like all those lanterns weren't all just opposite emotions of one another. And even the one, even when you do make them like each have an emotional component, like how that emotional component ends up manifesting, each kind of has its own like thing to it. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know, like the the friggin' uh, orange lantern's a great example where this fool is like actually just the one lantern by himself, but you know, cause he's, he's greedy or whatever. Right. You know, it's like, that's a little bit different than, uh, or it's different basically than every other lantern, you know, as opposed to, you know, so it's like, it is a kind of a little spin on it is what I'm saying. It's either older, like Bizarro's like old, or they put a little spin on it. The, they they the put a little spin on the last of lies. I'm, well, it's Native no, American. Spin on it yet. Huh? It's Native American. What? What do you mean it's Native American? It's an old white guy holding it. Right, yeah, but he, he killed, he killed the tribe guy. of the women that were the tribes of women in, in Virginia to get it. Why Where did you read that? that? I didn't. Women in Virginia have the lasso of lies. Because there was groups of tribes of Amazonian ancestors in that were Native American, and he killed them all. And to get it, I mean, I know they. I remember they saying they said did they say that in the book, but yeah. that they don't say that that's where he got the lasso of lies from. Oh, that's you'll see. But also, <laughs> didn't uh, the character Trinity that they brought out a couple months ago have the last of lies? Oh, oh right. listen, Derek. Well, you were reading that, man. Just, this book is the first time I've ever heard of the last. I've one. never, yeah, I've never seen it either. Uh, you look, I that's that's but here's the thing it's like what I didn't like was the idea of there being a guy that. Is kind of like, oh, okay, hey, America's in a bad place, and it's that way because of this guy, <laughs> you know. And it's like, of course, Americans are are all messed up and treating people the way they are because you have the sovereign and he ha- he's holding the lasso of lies. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> that's that's literally the last sentence of this book. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude. Like and don't be wrong, I'm not saying like Tom King is like I don't think Tom King by any chance by any means is trying to make any kind of excuses for America or anything like that. I don't feel like that was what he was trying to do. Well, that was a Trump just, allegory, right? That he was he was saying like that that's basically Trump what what's going on with Trump and stuff, right? Where, where he maybe, lies and lies and lies, then people believe him, and he and here's the reason why they believe him because he told him the last four lies. That's what I, that's the way I, that's the way I saw. I saw. I was like, "Oh, he's doing Trump," but they're not making him look like Trump. That's See, right. That's the that's the other thing, though, because it does like and seeing how he was yelled at on Twitter. Like it would make sense that this is how he would do it. <laughs> but it it doesn't it 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 feels like it feels very like ham fisted to me. Like it's not an elegant solution 
either way where it's just like i don't know so like i would i would read the second the next issue to kind of see where he takes it because there there were some things about this book i really did like like I, and honestly uh i i want to give props to the artist for actually one of those panels like i, I liked the fight the one you know which is basically the only time you do see wonder woman like, like i'm just saying but that that fight in that in that graveyard was actually pretty cool and a particular panel when he does or when she does pull that sniper and i love her and um uh sergeant steel having that conversation as she reels in the sniper <laughs> and i was like that that's actually like that's great panel work and storytelling there where i'm just like yeah like that's like i like that um i also liked the idea of wonder woman giving her sword to to the amazonian like emissary the amazonian ambassador and just she, you know she's like hey i can't i can't hold on to this right now because like i might do something with it and i can't you know i can't fall into that temptation and so it's like you know like wonder woman i feel has like has had a sword with her like for a little while now you know and it's like the idea of like okay wonder woman like literally relinquishing that and like kind of getting a bit more back to basics with just you know her her lasso and friggin uh you know just her bracelets and tiara and stuff it's like, now, is one is one woman bulletproof or are all amazons bulletproof or is one woman not bulletproof i don't i'm not sure that wonder woman is actually bulletproof they did say they had to use different uh, bullets, but it was towards the steel, like their sword and shield and all that. Yeah, they, they change it all the time, but the Amazons are one thing, and Wonder Woman is supposed to be... Yeah. And they have, like, magic and magic armor and magic, you know. Because Wonder Woman isn't technically Amazon. Like, she was created. She's almost a demigod. To the, yeah, right. Molded. She ran out uh, to protect her kid, and she got shot down. Like that was gonna happen. Like she was gonna get shot down. Yeah, they have like special bullets to take out Amazons, but we don't know how they would affect Wonder Woman because she deflects them. And they did make a comment that says like it's the like it works against Amazonian steel. Like there's a property in Amazonian steel that. Makes them like so her bracelets aren't uh, bulletproof anymore. Like they, she shouldn't be able to block them with her bracelets. Well, she, well she they are in the bracelets. Her, her bracelets are like again. It should be something different because they should be specific, specifically made by Hephaestus, I think. Yeah, she's got enchanted armor and weapons. So I think they got to clear that part up. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Why. Like, and that's the thing, like, that's one of the annoying things about this. It's like, how long has Dawn of DC been going on? Because this is still, like, I, I'm tired of seeing, like. It feels like forever. Yeah. It's I mean, been at least Don, this Don year. of DC is just the new initiative, though. It's not like it's an event. It's just. But like, it's been happening since, like, February. It happened after the last yeah. uh, Dark Nights or whatever. Right. Event. And that that shit was like a year ago. <laughs> I mean, listen, 
Like, I, I mean, I don't know why that would be the part that would make you angry. Like, <laughs> just, no, just I, well, for me, I like, I like this. I mean, the CIA guy talking about there, there's a secret shadow government. You know, when all these people have been screaming about it, like, yeah, this is will give people something to talk about. I'm down, and it's the the current state of what America is doing to the Amazons is an interesting uh, place for Wonder Woman to be. So mm-hmm. for me, it's an it, like maybe executed a little poorly or 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 maybe a little rushed, but it's mm-hmm. still an interesting take on a yeah. Wonder Woman. I, so, I, I can agree with that. It is an interesting place mm-hmm. to put her. It's just poorly stumbled. Right. So I, I, it, this is one of those that I would read the first trade paperback before even really giving a first a real rating. You know, like and, and, and if you're a Wonder Woman fan, like she's the most rational person in this fucking book. Right. Yeah, 100%. Like she's there like, look, I'm trying to figure out who did these murders and bring mm-hmm. her to justice. And I I was just ta- I was just standing here. And your dude shot me, and when, right. when the guy, when the guy's like, "Well, that's not how that happened," like she's like, "Oh yeah," and like has the last little truth. You like, let's ask the sniper. Hey, did you shoot me because I was fucking up? Right, <laughs> right. You know? Which right is another thing about because they make it seem like the sovereign has control of the whole country through this lasso of lies. I'm like, well. If, I mean, well, that's just one. Does, of does it just like work over the over the whole world? Like, can he just like you know? Is he sitting in in the middle of the country and it's like spreading out over the whole country, or how is the, he controlling everybody with no when nobody else is touching his lasso? That's the question that gets you to read issue two. That's the question that gets yeah. me to not get issue two. But, ah, but you want to know what I will say is. The Wonder Woman parts of this book are not the problem. Like, you know, like Wonder Woman, when you see Wonder Woman in this book, like even the conversation she had with Steve Trevor was like, you know, I was like, oh, this is like, you know, it's very cool and interesting, you know? And like, I like this. It's, it's, it's really just a little bit of some of the execution of the other parts. And so I, I definitely feel like there was enough, You, I got enough of Wonder Woman, um, not not to say or not to say I would that's the only amount I would like. I mean I, I would would have liked more one woman. But I got enough good one woman in this book for me to be like, you know what? Let me see where where this is going. Because yeah, the concept is interesting. It's just well a lot of the book, uh, the, the writer's trying to sound it feels like he's trying to be uh Frank Miller for for a lot of the book. I was like I, when I first started reading I was like Wait a minute, are they redoing uh, Dark Knight Returns, but with one woman? <laughs> that's, what I thought that, that's literally what I thought they were doing for a while with all the TV stuff yeah, and, and, the, and the way it was uh, presented. But, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, all the one-on-one parts themselves were good. I thought that the writer was trying to be somebody different. That's all. Yeah, did, no, I can see that. Did any of you guys have a problem with all these Amazonians having the Wonder Woman armor? I didn't have a problem with it. I, I did notice it though. Like, I, I, I get Nubia it. having it. Yeah, but it's just every Amazonian they showed right has it, and it, yeah. I, I I I don't like it. It's reason. stolen valor, but they don't deserve, <laughs> that. They don't deserve that, that, that uniform. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's not like it's not that they have armor. It's more the color scheme, right? Because you're like the, the color scheme is usually unique 
to Wonder yeah. Woman because she well, was like but, trying to do like side as, right? as much as it looked like her stuff when they did show her, it was hers was different, right? From what they showed, so it, it just looked very similar. But I think that was a, a way of like again. This book is being told by an uh, unreliable narrator, narr- narrator, uh, narrator. Narrator, yeah. And uh, so it's you're seeing how he sees it. So he sees an Amazonian like a Wonder Woman, you know? Yeah, that could be the case. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing that I'm hoping to get and that... I mean, it's not like I'm saying I I necessarily wanted to see this in issue one, but because of the timeline they could send issue one, I'm like, it feels to me like there should have been at least like a Batman or Superman cameo or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, or at least some or sort something. of mention of. Oh, you gotta have man, you gotta have a man involved for it to be worthy. Okay, okay, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, I'm saying obviously Batman and Superman. Are Wonder Woman's friends, right? And not only are they her friends, but like both of them, not not even like I'm not even necessarily talking in their superhero personas, but in their like civilian personas, both to me would seem like they should have some sort of like come to her aid as far as like the Amazonians. You know, well, I'm saying, that man like, is all about, about following the law, so he would not come to her aid. Yeah, but Superman's like actually dealt with this before. Well, but I'm also, saying, like, this is the dawn of DC, so this thing, like, they're busy because their dawn of DC book is out like in February, right? I, I listen, I don't know, but they I did. Saying, like, I'm, like, Batman's I, like an issue seven now, okay. But what I'm saying is this is I don't want Batman in my Wonder Woman book. You sound like a studio executive. When no. oh Batman, what why, why is the Batman in this movie? Why where's Superman well, at? Well, I'm I'm saying Batman is a friggin' is a friggin' billionaire in this world, right? No. Like no? No, he's I like don't, a millionaire. I don't think uh, uh showing up every day doing doing stuff. I, I'll, I'll well, is, is actually the sovereign. <laughs> You know, that's, that's, actually what, that's actually what I thought. I actually thought that the Sovereign was going to be uh, Bruce Wayne uh, for for a second. I was like, "Oh, is that going to be Bruce? Wayne? Is that going to be Bruce Wayne?" When I turn the page, no. It's like Bruce Bruce Wayne should have enough influence to at least stop. Hey, you want cool superhero shit, man? Just read Black Hammer, man. I don't know what you're doing reading Wonder Woman number one like this, like. This is like, I, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking through as a as like if it was me, I'm just like like Superman. Like even if Superman can't do something, like Clark Kent is a journalist. Not in like, Donna DC. He, he, why? Why not? Because they got they, there's no newspapers. Like nobody reads newspapers. Isn't, <laughs> isn't the Superman of Donna DC his son? It's his son, but then he came back. Like he took over again. He's like, like yeah. yeah I, I'm just saying, like, there's no, like, I don't understand how it is that everybody, like, all the heroes, are just going to be like, man, it's a shame what's happening with these Amazons, and that's it. Well, <laughs> it's like, in the book, it shows that she doesn't really respect any of them, too. Yeah, she says, they're oh, Americans. 
No, no, that's not. See, that's that's the narrator's words, though. That's not they're like they're like Green Lantern, Green Lantern, and nobody Flash. It's just all these people are just soldiers. Screw <laughs> those guys. Right. But it's, that's not right. Wonder Woman talking there. I thought that was Wonder Woman saying that. Right. No, that wasn't Wonder Woman saying that. That was sorry. That wasn't Wonder Woman saying that. That was definitely the the narrator saying like you know, which I think the narrator is probably the sovereign, maybe. Another problem I is don't know. who. You know what when it's kind of it gets, it gets kind of convoluted i thought it was right. one of those soldiers that got beat up say what I, I thought it was one of the soldiers that got beat up at the end <laughs> and then he was he was telling that story of how everything went down and and then you know and he's you know batman has him hanging upside down or something <laughs> maybe i don't know but either way, yeah, like I, I did like how it did make a distinction between Wonder Woman and the other heroes. Like that was cool. But it just, again, it was just one of the things like, it, and don't get me wrong, like I don't, I'm not saying that I want it in the first issue because Wonder Woman, the book, needed it. It's just more so like the joint, the time frame that they cover in this book is literally like a span of months. And so I'm just like, over all these months, like nobody was like, dude, I'm sorry, like this is happening or, at the very least, like, no, <laughs> you know, that seems that seems like the thing to me where it's like, dude, somebody has to say something or at least make a mention that something like that happened. Like everybody's just on the sidelines like, man, well, I guess they'll have that. They'll figure that out eventually. Like, I'm like, how, how does a law like that even get passed? And Batman let it happen. Now we go back to what Oz was talking about, how it's all Biden's fault somehow. <laughs> it's, it's all the sovereign's fault. Yeah, right. well, I, look, I give well, it three good. out of five. Yeah, three out of five for you, uh, Derek. What do we? What would you give it? Uh, on a five point scale, I give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Well, uh, I want to want to be able to to be able to go back in time if the next if next month is is weak. But the way it, it looks like they're going, I, I, I was I, I, this one. I'll give it four out of five. As long as, as long as it keeps going to, in, in this direction, right? Oscorp, what would you rate it? I'm going to give it a two. And only because the art in this book is amazing. Yeah, yeah, the art is good. The art looks really, really good. And that's worth buying the book. Isn't she about to trip on the cover? I kept looking at the cover. I was like, well, how, how is your other lad to come around? Is going to be to come around to keep a run going? Because it's, a classic, it's a classic pose. I, I know it's like, I, I thought it, I, I recognize it as a classic action pose. But at the same time, like she's leaning to the side a lot. Her leg has to come flying around, throwing. To, I was like, she's not gonna be. She's either turning. Something looks weird to me about that run. That's what I'm saying. Oh, there, there's no like, like you can't like. She's not necessarily stepping on the floor with this foot here. Right, yeah. like it, she could have leapt into action. Yeah, <laughs> hey, look, yeah, it's weird if you analyze it for too long, but it's still a yeah. And I, since gonna, the, you know the composition of the cover is really just her as a figure, it's, it's pretty much a pinup. She could be jumping out of a plane. She could be, you know. Sorry, Larry. No, no. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give it a three out of five as well. That's yep. Yeah, that works for me. All right, let's get out of here, folks. It's about that time. All right. Uh, Derek H, give us some final thoughts, buddy. Uh, go read my book, The Ship with Red Hair, at theshipwithredhair.com or Amazon.com. Uh, and uh, go read uh, Amazon. 
uh, we call it Wonder Woman number one. It's a pretty good book. And uh, goes, don't forget to say hi to Jennifer Stavros, except for you, Oz, because I don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oscorp. Final thoughts. So, yeah, I guess I, I survived this stuff. Probably not going to drink it again unless they sponsor us. In case I'll drink it all the time. <laughs> there it is. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. I had mine. It was pretty much like drinking a monster, but I don't know how much of the uh, monster stuff it actually has. It might be just the flavoring. So I don't know how much caffeine it has or anything. But yeah, it's definitely too weak. It needs to be stronger. There it is. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. So uh, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell and all that jazz. Uh, let us know what you do want to hear more about. Let us know uh, if you know you didn't like to hear something for some reason. We'll take, we'll take the critique, so that's cool. Uh, but until then, we're the Fantastic Forum. Good night. Oh, classic ending, I see. <laughs>